you're listening to Around Comics for February 2011. Just barely. Like well, 28. Hey, better late <laughs> than never. We had snow, lots of snow. We did have snow. Blizz, blizz, blizzard. The, the, what did they call blizzard. it? The, the blizzaster. The bl- no, it was the bl- blizzak. I don't even know. I don't remember. Blizzagovich. Blizz- Blizzagovich, 2011. Dun, dun, dun. Chicago, this is Around Comics. Hey there, folks. Chris Trenisman here. I'm joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello. How you doing, sir? John Wayne Salazar. John, you and your, your Twitter stuff. <laughs> I didn't... No. I, honestly, I just took a picture of myself and put it up there, and I've gotten more comments about that You look picture. like John Wayne. Yeah, that was the out-of-left-field kind of... I don't True John, grit Wayne. John Wayne. Maybe. Yeah, that's... <laughs> fuck you. And then the one guy thought it was a picture of some British... TV show host and I don't yeah it was I don't know yeah. it's been a bizarre it's just a picture oh, yeah. of me well it is, it is good it's good to see you here we are back for uh, February of February. 2011 as we talk about the last month or month and a half it's or my so month. of, uh, of comedy. yeah 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 we're back to back I convinced my children that um, birthdays uh, are when stupid you hit, no well that <laughs> no I convinced them that when you hit 40 that you get an entire month so they have to be extra special nice to me the entire month of February. They're going to turn that around on you. Well, when they're 40, I'll be dead. So oh, oh. <laughs> oh, it's just when you're 40. Just when you're 40. Oh, just yeah. when you're Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Sure. Um, they're little. I can confuse them with rhetoric. <laughs> we are here to talk about the uh, the comics and comics events of the of the last month or so. And uh, we're going to join the uh, uh, the conversation in progress uh, here in a second. But some of the stuff that uh, that we cover, um, <laughs> is, as we're joined by uh, Mr. Mike Norton and then later on by uh, Art Balthazar, uh, we talk about Battle Pug. Yes, BattlePug.com. Uh, and uh, keeping, keeping that talent in line. <laughs> Stepping on their throats when necessary. Uh, some uh, web comics and, yeah, uh, lots and of ha- web comics. how we uh, consume comics these days. We uh, touch on Young Justice I like it with mustard. and uh, the King, Mister uh, Mister Jack Kirby, or, yes, or, or yes. Jacob uh, Kurtzberg in, Jacob in this Kurtzberg. case. Kirby's uh, legacy. We talked a little bit about the antique roadshows, uh, buying original art. Uh, somewhere we talked about the uh, last unicorn and side boobs. <laughs> yes. Uh, decoded uh, the upcoming C2E2. That's the Chicago Comics and Entertainment Expo. Brad Meltzer's decoded. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man and Marcos Martin. Uh, the Six Gun. The Rock coming back. Can you smell? 
uh, All-Star Superman and Superman walking around uh, unearthly strength. And uh, unfortunately, at the end, we talk about the untimely passing of uh, Mr. Dwayne McDuffie. Yes. But uh, in between uh, then and now, you hear a lot about a lot of comic talk, and we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. We talked talk, about talk. comic books, even. Yeah, I know. It was like but, a lot of comic book talk. We talked. Wait, we had top of the stack. Yeah, future we stack. Had future stack. It's all here, it, folks. It was. It's all it here, was like folks. old school. If only Tom was here, it would be like <laughs> he is in spirit. I had yes. a Miller High Life for him. Yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah. yeah but we're we're gonna jump in talking about uh, the fugitive and John Byrne and beards. I'm just like, you oh. are kind of looking like that. And it only happens when, when he I, was a very well respected doctor. Yes, that's what it was. I, 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 I can't. Uh, uh, this only happens when because I don't go, I don't look in mirrors for weeks. <laughs> Why? I just don't. You just, just I don't. I brush my teeth and that's about all closed? I do in the. <laughs> Well, I don't have to look in the mirror, and, hair, and usually don't... I got two dogs and a girl in the bathroom, so I, can, oh, I yeah, just, just... and I go off somewhere else. Well, yeah, I thought that was one of the old artist tricks: is that to get like facial expressions. A lot of artists have like a mirror, mirror on their on their drawing table. No, man, I trace everything. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, you go through glamour magazines. Greg Land stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say insert Greg Land joke. Yeah. No, there are a lot of people that do the mirror thing. Tim does the mirror thing, I think. We have mirrors in the studio. I think Tim just does the mirror thing because he's talking to his other personalities when he's. (laughs) You would be surprised. Tim doesn't really talk that much in the studio, like to himself. I do a lot. Do you? And that's the weird part. Well, you worked by yourself for so long. I know, but so does Big Mike talk to Little Mike? Little Mike, how are you doing? No, I do a lot of like, (laughs) like un. Who's Little Mike? A lot of unnecessary, like, just unexpected, out of the blue, like, singing and saying stupid things and sound effect kind of things. Oh, that's fun. Oh, speaking of sound effects, we're, uh, we're at uh, Challengers, and uh, each month they have a new... Uh, Are you recording? New... Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> each, each, uh, each month they have a, a new artist that's featured in their rogues gallery. And, uh, and this month it is Ryan Brown from the awesome uh, God Hates Astronauts. And we were noticing the best sound effects in oh, comics. Oh, I'm very <laughs> jealous of his sound, of like, sound effects. Well, I... re- read off some from, from this well, fight the one, scene. The one is the yeah, fight scene of, of the, I don't remember the character's name, fighting a big bird-like guy. and it, Every time he hits him, it's like, crack! Cocaine, fridge, smack, pit, putt, port, punch, 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 pinch, and pants. Pan, pinch, bitch, bitch, Blagojevich, <laughs> and magic is the last one. Those I think that one reads Blagojevich, bitch. Yeah. There's, a, there, there's one over there that says Topanga. Topanga, yeah, yeah he does good. Inflate. He's Passion. super good, man. That's why I'm wearing a t shirt. Yeah, he, he, he that that comic was crazy, Actually, just I'm insanely go, uh, entertaining. But back to uh, Four Star Studios, which, if people don't know, is your uh, your relatively newly created art studio that you and Tim Seeley and Josh Emmons and Sean, Sean Dove, Dove uh, created. 
mm-hmm. put together. You guys all work together now in a studio system. Talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit. How's that been for you? Well, it's mostly Tim's idea. Um, I don't know if you guys remember me basically complaining about it last year. Uh, I uh, Tim Tim likes to work in a studio environment, right? You know, he that's the way he's used to working. And when because he, he was a uh, he did the uh, Devils Do for yeah. Ever, I, right? mean, I mean, even was... when he was a freelancer working for Devils Do, he was still renting space at Devils Do working there because he because he likes being the studio in, and... around people and. Uh, and he just decided he wanted to uh, 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 do it again. So, uh, sorry, I. That's uh, <laughs> right. Chris is distracting us. Yeah. Sorry. So he uh, he decided that uh, he needed to actually have a studio environment to work. So I was the only one around at the time that uh, I think could pay the rent. <laughs> so he asked me. Well, that you know, that's the first one you want to go after somebody that actually pays. Yeah, them. and then I mean, from there we we talked to Sean. I don't know why, <laughs> but he uh, um, and then uh, Emmons. I don't, I don't. I'm not sure how Emmons got involved, but that was a really smart move. Emmons. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, together, pretty well-rounded team. We're kind of like the A team. Nice. You know, because everybody has their own specialty Special. and nobody kind of overlaps each other. I guess except for Who's me, Hannibal? And, me and Tim. Uh, that's a really hard question. I guess you'd have to say Tim because he, he started the whole thing. Are you B.A.? You're B.A., right? I would, yeah, yeah, I would have to. I want to be Murdoch, but I'm Yeah, you're Gemmins' face. Oh, that's a good I, don't, maybe I think duh. Tim, Tim uh, is still kind of face, too, because Tim does all the <laughs> outward talking to people. Yeah, I don't Emmons know. Emmons is kind of little Murdoch. Murdoch ish. He's, 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 he's got weird. some He's weird. He's got some He's very crank like. So <laughs> well, he's the Murdoch. Uh, for those that don't know, Josh. Dub is like Santino in the later seasons. <laughs> 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 or maybe maybe Emmons is like Triple A Allen. You know, Triple A from the first sure. season, the the girl. <laughs> um. So it's it's you and Tim obviously uh-huh. uh, both write comics, draw comics, that kind of. And, well, he writes more well, than he, I do. But I, you're getting there. I'm starting. I'm starting. Um, and then Josh is he? He's a writer. He's a writer, and he's also a writer of programs. He is right. like a programmer. Um, programmer he, guy. That's his day job. But he, all, I mean, he also makes uh, iPhone and iPad apps freelance and uh webs websites and stuff and like he that. does the web comic he writes the he writes verum corpus the which you comic draw which, that i draw with mark englert and uh yeah katie cook had started out drawing that. Yeah, yeah katie cook started drawing it and uh um she uh couldn't for whatever reason and uh busy doing gronk she's busy gronking and Sean is more of an illustrator? He is an illustrator designer. I right. mean, he was my assistant when I was working at Devil's Due. Okay. And uh, since then has become a much better designer than I ever was. So, uh, But that's why you yell at him all the time and treat him badly because he was your assistant. Uh, it's hard to get out of that <laughs> mode. Um, also, though, we see a lot of potential in Dove. Like, if Dove had the motivation, he would be dangerous. Yeah. I mean, people... He would be a rich man, I think, if he was like super motivated. 
Really? Uh, yeah, he's yeah. got a lot of talent. Uh-huh. And no motivation. An so we just like to make fun of him. For sure, that, you know? sure. Partly to keep him down so he doesn't go away from us, and, <laughs> and partly to inspire him. It's very, it's very measured. We have to keep it very in line. Beating down a little bit. Sociopathic you kind of have to Your relationships, well, Mike, I wonder. It's the comic book business that does this to you. I'm serious. I mean, especially when you work in small press and stuff, when you're starting out, you're like, hmm, I have a really good colorist. Gotta I don't want Marvel to take him. <laughs> so what do I do? i got to encourage him, but I don't want him to let him know he's oh, really man, good. man, you're really good, but not that good. Yeah. Speaking of really good colors, who, now who is coloring Battle Pug? Uh, Alan Pasolakwa. And i got to say, because I had seen uh, the pencils and stuff that you had been doing and the inks for Battle Pug pages, and then all of a sudden you sent me the colors. And it was like, wow, that, they just look phenomenal. Yeah. And, and really, he's, he's done a yeah. great job with it. How the uh, hell did you get that guy to do it? Well, that was the thing. That was the thing, right? Uh, he colored the T-shirt when I designed it. Okay. And when I saw that, and I had just drawn that, that picture, and I was like, ah, this is funny. I like it, and it's funny. But when he colored it, I was like, holy crap, that is totally not what I was thinking, but totally out of this world. Right, right. So when I, when I decided I wanted to do the thing, I was like, I need Alan because that is the one step that's going to push this over the edge, you know, make it distinguish from other webcoms. So you yeah. called all your editor friends at Marvel and DC and instructed them not to hire him. Yeah, <laughs> anywhere. You know <laughs> Don't work with Alan anymore. Blacklisted He's busy, him. I hear. <laughs> well, tell us about Battle Pug for people that aren't familiar with what Battle Pug is. Give us, give us the lowdown on. Uh, I mean, it's pretty simple in its concept. It's a, it's a sword and sorcery kind of story that it's a webcomic uh and uh in the format of like a sunday strip like a like a uh, like a tarzan or prince valiant and it's uh it's about a conan sort of uh warrior and a large pug <laughs> and his large pugs a large pug uh there's it's a very long and very epic, epic story that i have mapped out in my head that I haven't really told so like, anybody. But is, is it like bone epic? Yeah, actually. All right. I mean, wow. it's like it's that kind of. Uh, I haven't really told people mainly because I'm afraid that they're going to go. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. That's insane no, and no. stupid. Uh, so far, it's gotten good, re- good, uh, good uh, um, reaction. Reaction. Yeah, the but first that's two pages. Because there's two pages. Yeah, yeah, the first, uh, that that is honestly that's that's why I have. A problem with with web content. I completely it's, understand yeah. that, and that's it's it's actually a frustrating part of the format for me. But it's the only way that I can put it out in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. And I I want above all for that to happen. I want it to be out in a timely fashion. I want it to come out every week so that people know that it's going to be there. Uh, I think that's very important. Um, you, what, what helped me with it a little bit, and, and you had just mentioned like Sunday strips. Uh, I, I got the, um, you know, because I have, I have trouble reading strips because I'm so kind of like ingrained in reading 20 page, 22 right, page comics. Right. So to read like one, you know, one page worth or, or you know, three panels, six panels, whatever, is kind of tough. But I got the uh, John Buscema, Roy Thomas, Conan, the collected Conan, mm-hmm. Conan strips. Mm-hmm. And those are so good. Mm-hmm. And those guys were so good at doing like these little self-contained, you know, six panel stories mm-hmm. that 
actually turned into these big epic stories. Yeah. And that's, I, I think that's what I you're mean, doing. Think with about Battle it. Books. I mean, we're so spoiled now, especially oh, yeah. in the age of collected editions. Here's 350 pages of yeah, a story. And that, I, I mean, I'm with you guys. That's the way I want to read yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And even when I go to other web comics, uh, like a like a Penny Arcade or a PVP or something like that, I I, I look at it and I'm like, oh wow, that was really cool. I want to see what they did before because I want to know right. I want to know the rest of this stuff. I don't. And that. there's all years of backlog. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. When you're starting out with it, and you're just like, oh, I forget what it's like to be in the 40s, and you're, you're picking up the <laughs> every Sunday, Sunday paper, you yeah. get something like, well, it's funny. Oh, what's like, gonna happen next week? You know? I never liked the Sunday funnies really, other than like Calvin and Hobbes, which was yeah, brilliant, yeah, and some stuff. Yeah. But like, I, yeah. you had the Spider-Man. Uh, strip and you had Dick like Tracy. Dick Tracy, but I hated him. Like even Spider Man was like, "This is terrible." I didn't like, but it was just that no, mentality. Yeah. Not that it was terrible, but it, it was just me I, being in that mentality. I understand. Mentality, it felt I mean? it felt like uh, it felt like at Halloween when you get the little tiny bite size. Yeah, yeah it's uh, like I need uh, a Milky Way, and you're just like, "I want the fucking candy <laughs> I bar." I want the big Milky Way. <laughs> Why yeah. did you give me that little <laughs> thing? And that's how I felt with that Spider Man strip. And uh, the, the the web stuff is interesting in that regard because I find myself doing the same thing. I was like, oh. Oh, well, if they just start out, I'll wait a while. I mean, obviously not with well, Battle Pug, but, but with I, I mean, I like, nev- I'll wait a while and then I'll go back and I'll read the, you know. But I, I mean, ne- I never read Freak Angels online, but I buy I every still- trade. Well, that's that's an important well, part. I think there's yeah. a there's a there's a um, I'm I'm I am so new to this that I'm not even going to pretend that I'm an expert on this stuff. I've done a lot of research in the um, the road coming up to this, but. Um, there's a there's a new way of consuming media now. Obviously, I mean we all know that. Right. And I think that web comics, a lot of them are designed. They're not designed for you to read that way. They're designed for you to, hey, I have five minutes that I'm not doing this TPS report. I'm gonna look at this. <laughs> oh, I did that now. Yeah, yeah. You know? So do you? And that's why the whole thing with the RSS it comes right to you. It's like, oh, look at that. Just like I look at my email. So are you thinking about that when you're doing the individual pages then? Because you're doing a page a week, basically. Are you thinking of it in more of the sort of gag sense? I'm of like, not. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I. It, I, it's really tough to do that. I mean, I, it's a different way. I mean, you've been doing comics professionally for a decade right. or more now, and you've been doing 22-page right. stories, so now it's like, well, okay. yeah. I mean, I try to design every page <laughs> so that you'll at least go, huh, I have to come back and look right. at the next one. You can't, if you're, especially if you're doing long-form epic storytelling, you can't do it on every page. Right. But you can try and make it at least so that that last panel is something where you're like, I got to know I got to see where it's going. Yeah. Not necessarily so that there's a beginning, middle, or end, just so that you want to know what happens after that last panel. Each page needs to have a little nugget in it and, yeah, and a hook to bring it back. But, I mean, if you're, if you're a, a, a student of sequential art, that's what they tell you to do anyway. I mean, Eisner would have so told you, you to do that page, on, right, right. on every page, you know. A Even if it's a 22-page story, you still want to turn that page. Well, I was thinking of it more in the sense of, like, the, you know, classic strip stuff, where mm-hmm. it's like each, each you know, strip was its own yeah. gag. It was its own I, story, yeah. and it may lead into a bigger story. I mean, I you know, I think like going back to, to the daily, you know, Sunday newspaper, but, like, Calvin and Hobbes. He, yeah. he was brilliant. Yeah. Dilbert, you know. Well, those are, those are they're still, know, they're, they're essentially gag strips still. They are, I mean, but so. he even, at the same time, you know, that's what I'm trying yeah. to, is like, 
how do you balance that? Like, well, I mean, you know, those, I mean, again, because you're not doing a gag strip. You're yeah, doing writing a gag strip is totally different because yeah. writing yeah. gag strip is having a beginning, middle, and end. Because you, know, you have like, set you know, up Cal- in a joke Calvin and Hobbes could be it could be like you know eight strips in a row, which is Calvin and Hobbes outside in the snow, and it's like yeah. one snow day. Right. But it's like these eight weeks worth of yeah. of you it's know, each a, one's a gag, but it's all in that that yeah, umbrella. Yeah, I mean, it's a self-contained story in each one of those, and and. You can't do that. I, in, yeah, in I wrote a gag. I, I wrote a gag uh, strip. I wrote two of them actually when I was in college, and that was. Um, it was great experience, but it's some of the hardest stuff in the world. How do you tell to a complete do. story in three panels. To and... do, yeah. <laughs> I had, for one thing, I had to do four, and then when I was doing it in my last year, I created something completely different where I just chopped it up so I had different panels, and then I went to actually the format that I'm doing now, where I would have the two rows. And I'd be able to format that anyway. I would say right. sometimes it looked like a comic book page. Right. And that's because it's very confining to do that. I can't do what Scott Kurtz does or what. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a certain skill set. I mean, that's, a, that's a very do. learned. I can't do that. Yeah. Um, uh, there are tons of guys that do do it that way. Um, you know, like uh, like Mike Schwartz, who who actually helped me out a lot with uh, uh, the research for doing web comics. Uh, he does that comic strip called Oceanverse. And, uh, oh, Oceanverse is great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he does in the, in the span of, you know, that just regular column, usually three or four panels, um, but he does a a, 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 a regular a- action adventure strip, you know. What is Doctor that? Who's landing. Yeah, what the hell was that? That was weird. That was Aliens Who. going. Yeah, they're like doing construction around here, yeah. and I think Patrick's out there in the main room watching Doctor Who. So, uh... You haven't done a whole lot of writing before. This is obviously no. your now you're writing and drawing this story. I've done a lot of plotting. I've done a lot of plotting in the past, like stuff that no nobody really even knows about, like um, the first twenty five issues of the old GI Joe story series was uh, an, a, a result of me and Blaylock and Tim Seeley sitting in Seeley's apartment okay. for a day. Plotting out plotting the arc, out. sort of. Yeah. So is that how is that sort of how you're taking it now? Is are you, you said well, you have this sort of epic story in your head, but like how are you actually? Yeah, uh, I write really funny in that I don't actually write anything. <laughs> I, uh, um, I mean, did you see me when I was doing the 24 hour comic? I wasn't here. Yeah, no, I, was I, I didn't. I, I didn't, didn't write anything. I just uh, I look. Uh, I, I write basically by drawing and by doing that is like I'll set up a file like I do it on a computer so I'll set up a file and I'll see 24 pages so I look at that visually I'm a visual person I can't really when I type stuff I've I just learned this with dialogue because I had to send uh, dialogue to uh, Chris Crank to, to letter to letter because I, I started lettering it and I'm a I'm a competent letter but it takes a long time for me to do just because it's been a long time since I've done it. And Chris is so much better at it and so much faster at it that I was like, screw this. I'm sending this to Chris. <laughs> um, but I was writing the dialogue out and I was like, this is so much tougher than actually writing the comic strip. Cause I'm looking at the art. I've already done the work, but I'm writing it You're out, out. <laughs> and I don't think like that. Right. Um, I, I, I set up a file. I have 24 pages, 24 blank pages. And I just scribble in what I want, and nobody can tell what that is. But I <laughs> know what's happening. It's, like, it's, it's, it's mic code. <laughs> and I know what's happening on each page, and I map it out like that. And but it's all in your head. I it's mean, all in my head. head. But if you know, if 
you couldn't hand it off to somebody. It doesn't. It, it's not uh, conducive to working on teams. Right. Right. Um, I. That's how I did the twenty-four hour comic, um, and that's how I'm sort of doing Battle Pug. Battle Pug. I knew that I needed to do a little more careful planning because I knew it was potentially going to last for a couple of years. Right. Uh, so I got a notebook and I drew those little screens out, but next to them. <laughs> so you're like, uh, what do you call it in film? Like, God, I can't think of the word. Uh, storyboarding. Storyboarding. That's yeah, what I was yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, and then right next to them, I would write what I think is going to happen. So I have about, you know, uh, six or seven pages of that written out already. And, uh, and a lot of those have already shifted around too. Right. So, and I know, and I, when I wrote it, I knew how it was going to end. I know how it ends. The whole series? Yeah, I know how it ends. Really? Yeah, oh, but I don't, I don't know, know exactly how it gets to that point. I know how it ends. So I know writing. what the suit. I know what the climax is because I know what the ultimate goal of the barbarian and the battle pug are. Okay. Uh, but and I know how it ends, but I don't know how they get there, and I think that's going to be the fun part. Cause right. I want to make it interesting for people. Well, I mean, you got that's the beginning and you got the it. end. The, the rest I mean, of it, you, you look can do at it. You I mean, want. you're just you read it and you're just like, this is Conan. I know what the, where this is going. I know right. how this is going to happen. Somebody, some. So you got to make that die. interesting. <laughs> you know. So it's like some. So yeah, somebody's going to get their head chopped off. Mm. But you got to make that. <laughs> Somebody, something. Well, at some point, I mean, at, at know, some they, point, James Earl Jones. This, shows up. James, James, like, James Earl Jones. He's <laughs> gonna throw a snake at somebody. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to Bone, uh, it's funny. I, I, it's, I, I, I've talked talk, talked about this before, where I don't really push comic books at all on my kids. Mm-hmm. It's around. I mean, I have t- shit tons of comic books around the house, but it's the kids have rarely ever shown any interest in it. Be, besides, Jack likes the animated stuff. Mm-hmm. But my daughter um, reads a lot. She and, and she. She has, she reads every day. She has for school. She has to read every day, and she does a lot of reports and that kind of stuff. And so she's always trying to find interesting books. And her friends are always showing her books. And she read um, the Wizard of Oz stuff. Scotty's done his uh-huh. two. I, I got her the two hardcovers of that, and she really liked that. And then she's been reading those Diary of Wimpy Kid books. Mm-hmm. But then the other day, she was down in the basement with me, and she had seen my complete the complete bone, bone. that giant tome of a mm-hmm. book. That actually Dan C had gotten me years ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she's like, "Is this the same thing that I see at school? Because it's a Scholastic book, oh, right. and yeah, yeah. like some of her friends have been reading it." So now she started reading that thing, and she's, "I'm like, well, yeah, that's going to take you a little while to, to read, but mm-hmm. uh, but it took him ten years to make." And oh, she, yeah. her eyes just got really big, and she couldn't believe that somebody spent ten years writing a book. And uh, it's epic, uh, yeah. It is it, epic, and she's she's really liked it so far. She she loves it. So, it's that that is a really interesting case of you know, it was just sitting on a shelf. I never mentioned the book once. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't you know I haven't picked it up in forever. She probably likes phony bone, and she? I don't. Yeah, I'm sure. Nobody likes phony bone. <laughs> He's a jerk. <laughs> My daughter's kind of a jerk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> she likes the bad boys. Yeah. Well, speaking of, speaking of animated, um, and, and definitely it's, it's uh, battlepug.com. Mm-hmm. Battlepug.com. Battlepug. Sal uh, built the website. Yeah. 
And the website's awesome. So thank you. I got a compliment on it today. Did actually. you? Yeah. All right. I forgot yeah. who it was. It was. Uh, Sounds oh, Dennis well. Hopeless, who's helped me write the answer. Very nice. He's like, I really uh, like the web design. And I was like, I didn't make it. <laughs> well, you, you know. Well, then there's, <laughs> kind of yeah, and then there's the answer, which we're going to see anything from that? Uh, hopefully sometime. Yeah. Oh, oh, you'll definitely see something from it this year. Okay. But hopefully there'll be further publishing plans sometime. Cool. And you're doing Young Justice. Yeah, That's, yeah. Talking about, talking about dude. the animated stuff. And uh that is, those are those are basically stories that happen in between the episodes that we see on uh, on yeah. Cartoon Network. Cartoon yeah. Network, right? Uh huh. Yes. Mm -hmm. Every Friday night, and I think the next Saturday too. Yes. The following Saturday, which I haven't actually even caught up on. It's good. It's fantastic. It's really good. I actually sent an email to him the other day because I was like, you know what? I, I, I have to admit I haven't been watching it regularly, but that show is really awesome. <laughs> it's really Because uh, I saw yeah. the one with the, where the uh, League of Shadows is trying to kill the scientist. No. And I was like, that's awesome. Well, Mostly because I had seen these characters and I'm actually drawing some of them in an issue right now. I was like, I hadn't seen them moving in an action. I was like, oh, this would have been great if I had seen this before I started. <laughs> Why am I so stupid? <laughs> the Amazo uh, episode. No, I haven't good. seen that one. Yeah, I haven't seen the Doctor Fate one either. Yeah, I haven't seen the Doctor Fate one. The Doctor Fate one. That, I but I had all one. those designs sitting in this book, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be awesome." <laughs> the, the, the designs Dr. are great. The Doctor yeah. Fate one, really good. Clary and the Witch Boy. Yeah, he's in it. Oh, jeez, God, they are pulling Abracadabra. out Abracadabra. Abracadabra. characters. That was what I like. The is Madame Xanadu in that too? Yeah, she's at the very beginning. Madame Xanadu. The Golden Age, uh, Doctor Fate, I have been Abracadabra. I have been very impressed by that fact, and really dug the fact that they're bringing out like, you know, sort of obscure uh, villains. You know, they're, some of them are obscure. Some of them they're just completely overhauling. Um, and they're, I mean, they've got eyes on the second and maybe third season. I'm not sure, but I mean, they're already talking about the second one. Nice. Uh, well, I hope it's doing well because I mean my kids like it a lot. Well, yeah, yeah. It. I don't know. I don't. I you know what? Ever since I started in comics, I don't look at ratings or numbers. So yeah, it's probably <laughs> a healthy to, thing to do. I have no idea how well anything does. Tim keeps an eye on that stuff though, so maybe I should ask him and then cry or something. or or cheer. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it could be cheering. Yeah, I I dig it. It's 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 a lot it's, of fun. It's pretty awesome. Um, the show is fantastic. Working on the book is pretty cool. Uh, the only problem with the book is that it comes out uh, monthly, and this show comes out weekly. Yeah. So even though the, sh uh, the it's supposed to be in between, the episodes. comic takes place in between. Oh, right. It's kind of like it's not fresh in memory. Well, just do a weekly in the comic, Mike. Well, come on, what that. the hell? Come on, Mike. It's, uh, <laughs> Step up. <laughs> you got a loose style going on now. You could whip out like weekly comics, oh, couldn't good. you? Twenty-two it's pages. Of me. Hey, Kirby did it. <laughs> Kirby did do it. <laughs> I am not even going to begin to say that I'm like that Kirby. But no, it's it's pretty cool. Jack Kirby um, would have punched me in the face too. He was just like, ah. Hey, speaking of Kirby, um, I think you had sent it to me. The uh, the uh, what did I do? Auction roadshow. The oh, antique, yeah, antique roadshow. Road show, the did collection you see that? of Kirby. No, they had a Kirby art. It was a I, I Kirby's don't know that Kirby's granddaughter. I don't think that they were actually selling it. It was Kirby's granddaughter came on there with a collection of stuff of his. Original pages, some covers, and then some promotional stuff that like doesn't. Why exist was she anymore? on there? She has to know what that's worth. That was just had to be just something for ratings or something. I think so. It's what it kind of seemed like. Is like yeah. they they but but I was just flipping around. I happened to see Antique Roadshow. Yeah, and I, and I 
don't really ever watch that show, but once in a while, I'll turn mm-hmm. on just see if they, you know, some dude finds out he owns something that's really valuable. But he yeah. owns the seasons on DVD. No, I, hey, I watched. I watched they, other are shows they on like DVD? I, don't I can't know. think I don't of a program <laughs> I would want to watch less on DVD. Than yeah. that. But, but but it was really cool because there were some uh, there were some uh, cartoon stuff some that that he had done. Um, pre like pre Kirby, and it was it was signed Jack Kurtzberg. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. some strip stuff that he had done. Jesus Christ, John Suntress might be a good podcaster, he's but he's a, a really lousy. shitty mover. <laughs> good lord! <laughs> Damn. But yeah, some really um, some uh, yeah promotional art and uh, yeah, there well, was like a uh, what was the the I can't think of it was like a promotional poster you would it would. And a stand that you would put in your store to buy. Did the appraiser go, oh, man, this stuff's worth a lot? And she goes, I know. No, no, no. no. He, ac- he actually said, it's like, I would estimate this. And, and he said, oh, and you know, and Jack Kirby was this and that. So he was educated he was about it. He was about educated it, yeah. about it as he was talking about it. But then he's like, and I would estimate this at roughly $15,000. And I was start laughing. It's like, yeah, one of those pieces would probably go for fifteen grand. Oh, I don't punches know. Him out. I don't. I mean, she takes I, a valuable vase and knocks it over his head. Cur- any more Kirby stuff has gotten really expensive. Yeah, maybe really, really expensive. I, I want to know who the people are that buying it are. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you can maybe value. I've it always wondered that. Though. It's, it's like I can, un- I can understand that it's valuable, but I'm just wondering who buys this stuff anyway. Um. <laughs> Collectors. I mean, for that kind of Rich stuff, collectors. it's, it's yeah. investors. I think a lot of times you'll have people that will invest oh, in stuff. It's if, you know, like any that. kind of art. But yeah. uh, I, I'm telling, I bet you they know the actual street value better than what you may think it's worth. Yeah. You know what I mean? What you might see a piece. Oh, you know. But those guys do auctions all day long for mm-hmm. art that's way more valuable than Jack Kirby's art. Well, I saw. I saw. A, uh, uh, speaking of auctions and going back to John Byrne a little bit. Uh, uh, I signed up for Heritage auctions just so I can see what is getting You're auctioned. You're an addict. Dude, I'm not buying anything off Heritage. Oh, Don't worry about no. it. They had uh, uh, John Byrne, Terry Austin, X-Men cover uh, from like, I don't know, like issue like 112, 114. It's one where it's like Colossus and the other X-Men are being burned at the stake. You know, it's one oh, I'm yeah, talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, I think the the auction, the bid price on it was like twenty two grand last I wow. saw. Hmm? Wow. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, burn, burn cover, X Men covers. John Burn. There, there weren't that many of them, uh, and and they don't come to auction that often. But yeah, it was like twenty two grand. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't understand that. I have a hard time with art. It's just such a weird thing for me because I don't. I mean, I I, I appreciate why people buy original art, but for me, it's like. Unless I have a personal connection to it, mm-hmm. I don't. That that's an important part for me too. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just I, I can have a print and it's it's the same thing to me because yeah. I, to me the value is just whether I like how it looks. A lot or of not, time that know? works out well too because if you have a personal connection to something like for instance I I really love Blue Beetle and I really right. love the Paris mm-hmm. Collins run. Luckily for me, nobody wants those pages, right, right. so I can go and I can get that, and that's what I did. Oh, um, uh, speaking of, I remember I said I had two pieces of art hanging on my mm-hmm. wall. One of them is a Mike Norton drawn Badger page. Oh yeah, because yeah. I love. You oh, gave which me, one? Uh, which one? It's the one with John Wayne. And oh the, right, yeah. the, 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 yeah. the the dry cleaner. And I look at it all the time, and yeah. it's because I I you know love I know Mike, and, and I love you know I love Badger. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know that's that's yeah. uh, that has a personal connection that you know means something to me, but 
Yeah, I feel the same. Most way. art, it's either you know, it's just, I, I just you know, you uh, you buy shit. I could put my kids through college with your just your art fund, Not quite you know, your original community art fund. college for <laughs> well, like a hey. half a semester. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I don't know. I don't get into it uh, like you do. I don't quite. Yeah, you know, it, the collect the collector thing about it. I don't care. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to own you know the original yeah. art. For Most me. mostly it's mostly the the art that I buy is from artists that I either know personally or, or stuff that I really really yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, stuff. I've acquired yeah. a lot of it that way too, but it, usually it, it's it's stuff like it's a combination. It's yeah. like it they're artists that I really I've been lucky to get to know that I look like I have a, I have a Joe Rubenstein Ron Friends uh Superman page that he gave me. We traded and I was just like, oh, this is like stuff that I looked at when I was a kid. This is awesome. You right. know, that kind of thing. And I'm lucky that way, you know. So yeah. I, I, I have that, and I, I think I bought a, a Mike Waringo page uh, a long time ago at, at Heroes Con because I was, you know, I'm really into sure. Mike Waringo. So I have... And I have two Badger pages, too. You know? so I have a cover. <laughs> Do you? So, yeah, because oh, I mean, nice. Bill Rhino is one of my favorite artists ever, and the Badger, I mean, it's a lot of significance to me. So Yeah. So. I was actually, you know, one of the, you know, I'm, I'm kind of slowing down. I'm running out of space no, to, you, to hang stuff. Nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm slowing. One th- kind of my grail right now is if I could find a, a Frank Scirocco, uh Alien Legion pages. Wow, yeah, they're hard to find. So you guys, you guys really they're like tough it. To yeah. find. Well, they're all okay. And one of the kind of one of the cool things or heartbreaking things about uh, Heritage is that you can search for past auctions. And so That's I found kind people of cruel. And, yeah, well, <laughs> and you'll I, never and, own this. Look how you yeah. know that happened well, to me once, and it's the worst thing ever. And, and I found from, from like six years ago a big batch of Alien Legion pages that sold for like thirty five dollars. Worst thing a piece. ever. Like I, I, well, I, that's what I was gonna say. I'm surprised you can't find it. I, they're all bought, there were just not that many of them. I'm they're very all surprised up. by that too. Mm. Well, you just gotta find a collector down on his luck. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If if you're down on your luck and, and you, you have an alien you own Legion alien page. Legion page, oh, that reminds me. Yeah. Okay. I'll put that out there too. Uh, there's this really awesome page. <laughs> From Legends that I almost got off Albert Moyart, but he had already sold it, even though he had it on his site already. I was Don't out. you hate that? Yeah, it makes me so mad because I was like, "Oh, this is affordable." It's John Byrne. It's Blue Beetle. He says he's Blue Beetle while he's punching somebody out. On <laughs> and it. it's lettered. It's the greatest page ever. <laughs> and then I was like, "Bye," and I get an email back. It's like, sorry. "Nope, sorry, we already sold it." So if you ah! have that page, it's from Legends. It's, <laughs> you son of a bitch, it's John Byrne, Blue Beetle punching out. Uh, uh, what's his face? The 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 time traveler guy, Kronos. Mm-hmm. Worst costume in history. There are, there, updated some, it. there are updated. some artists like I would I would love to have, but I could never pay the amount of money that it would cost. Oh right, well you know that's I mean? why I'm, I, I when I saw how much this was, I was like, that's not right. This is incredible. So I, that's why I went to go buy it. Right, John Byrne pages don't go for that. Cheap. Right, right. It some, depends. I mean, I'd love some, to have like some, a burn. Burns, some burns, not like yeah. that. I mean, no, yeah. it has to be that nobody likes Blue Beetle or something. Cause, you still I mean, have those uh, Senkevich. I have those some pa- Sienkiewicz pages. pages, yeah. Paolo has them. Paolo. Fucking Paolo. He's got. A, he's fucked over my world because it's like, oh, everybody's art now that I want is like 
twice as expensive as it was before. Oh, you already have, shipped it to Palo. I do have Norton Palo, I mean, Norton uh, Sienkiewicz pages. Yeah. Those, I kept a were, couple for myself. Oh, you should. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's Absolutely. pretty sweet. Like, he's a guy, and, you know, uh, Frank Miller, obviously, is a guy. That, you know, Byrne is a guy. But it's like, yeah, I could never afford that kind of stuff. Even if I could afford it, I would have a oh, hard man. time, you know, I, just paying I, I, the prices that they, some of it goes for. Like I said before, I'm really lucky in that, I mean, I get... You know, Pilsenkevich and uh, Jerry Ordway. Right. I kept some of those pages. Yeah, I'm not stupid. Because yeah. it's just like, <laughs> this is awesome. I'd have to buy these pages. <laughs> this is awesome. The, the best way to get original art is to actually draw the art. <laughs> is, to, is to draw it, yeah. <laughs> and then find somebody more talented than you to finish it. And it's like, that's, oh, yeah. That's genius. That's the thing. When I got, I went over to Bill Sienkiewicz at, at Wizard World, I'm like, hey, you got any of those pages? I know he thinks that I'm just trying to get them so I can sell them. I'm like, no, man. I'm I just going to take these home. I'm going to sit down in my bed and look at them. <laughs> these are going on my wall. Are you crazy? <laughs> no, I, I, I get you there, man. That's no. Yeah, those were pretty awesome. But, yeah, no, it's I, original art is cool. I mean, I, I see stuff all the time. It's like, oh, that's pretty awesome. But what yeah, would I do so. with it? Yeah. Well, well it's, it's a matter of that. It's what would I do with it? And like, you know, you gotta, you gotta. Two hundred fifty bucks for and that's the you know. thing. If I, if you don't have the space for it, then you're, you can't. I mean, I mean, I guess you could put them in portfolios, but I know like Steve Davich who comes in here and he collects art. He just has it in portfolios. Like, oh man, yeah, there's guys walking around conventions wanna, with like these yeah. giant portfolios of. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of art, and they just—that's where it stays. Yeah, I know. I want to have like, it on the wall so that I can well, see and, it. Do you guys, do you guys follow it. Phil Hester on Twitter? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, I can't believe his that art stuff. tours. I haven't seen them now. Yet. Now oh, he like, owns all that stuff. Yeah, that's all his. I stuff. want. I'm gonna find you, Phil. I mean, I know where you. <laughs> I'm live. in Iowa. I know where you live for one thing. <laughs> In Iowa. Well, yeah, follow follow Phil and and just look. He does, up. Art he, he does a, like a date a daily art. Really? Tour. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't follow him because I haven't seen those at all. Oh, you should because but Andy Andy has good stuff too. Andy has yeah. a, I, that creeper page he has. I want one of my favorites that Andy has. And sorry if you're listening, Andy. If I'm talking out of school, he has a uh, uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez Aquaman style guide page yeah. hmm, interesting garcia lopez for and, and this is actually comes back to phil garcia lopez did the dc style guides yeah. for years he is the way that you drew for years this is how the characters are supposed to look yeah. and in, in but like, it's aquaman if you bought a well, <laughs> if, you, if you bought a superpowers figure in yeah, the 80s was, that was there was like one year there was art, like one art. year that he didn't do it and it was phil that that actually did them one year. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, for a little a year, trivia that's for That's a you pretty there, drastic little... difference right there. Yeah, Phil's got a funny story about it. You'll have to ask him oh, okay, at, at C2E2. But uh-huh. yeah, and it, it's it's a beautiful, I mean, it's just neat seeing, you know, the all sides of the character and then there's the action pose and then the, the Aquaman logo and stuff like that's that. Really but no, cool. I mean, Phil Phil has, I mean, the variety of stuff that he has, It'll it's like um, Alex Toth, um, challenge uh, of the Super Friends yeah. storyboards, you know, <laughs> yeah. just crazy. Who was stuff. it? Oh, God, uh, Gabe Hardman. What was the storyboard? Oh, the Hitchcock storyboards. Yeah. Did you see that? Oh, it's just like fuck. From oh, I can't even remember what movie it was. The, was it The Birds? No, was it The Birds? I don't remember. I don't know. Because he he had a Hitchcock storyboard. Oh and, wow! Cool. And it's just like holy shit. That's I want awesome. some of his Inception storyboards. 
I wonder if he gets to keep those. Yeah, I doubt it. I know. I think he said he doesn't. Yeah. I think he says he does. It's their property. He rips them up and burns them. No, yeah. I think they keep them. I'm sure, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because Gabe, uh, for folks that um, don't know, Gabriel Hardman, who uh, works with Jeff Parker on all the Hulk, Hulk. stuff these days, uh, he's been on the show before. Go find our Spider-Man three episode. Was it no Spider-Man two? The Spider-Man 2? I don't know. Whenever we had Gabriel on way back when, it was before he was doing a lot of comic book work, he's a big-time uh, Hollywood storyboarder and did the storyboards Oh, that's for right. Inception. You interviewed him before he was... Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, before he was a famous cool. comic book artist. Yeah. yeah. Now it's, we had been at New York Comic Con five years ago, probably. Well, it was before, uh, it was before that. Uh, where the hell did I... Was he doing he, he, no, we met, he we in met town at that York, point? No. It was. I think Heathen Town was maybe on the drawing board. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't near being published. Uh, you should buy that, people. He had. Yeah, good. He had come to. Uh, maybe it was New York. I don't think it was New York. It was wherever we were doing a thing with. Ape. We were. Oh, remember we had really? the ape guys. Oh, at was our it here booth. in Chicago? I think it was here in Chicago. That would have been here, yeah. yeah. And ape were at our booth, and they were doing portfolio reviews. No, that was in New York. That was, was in New York. York. It was New York, and that's yeah. when Gabe came up mm-hmm. with his portfolio yeah. for Heathen Town. Yeah. And I saw it. I was like, "Holy shit! You have to go talk to these guys," uh, and pointed them in Ape's direction, and they didn't. I don't know. Well, no, he then, he did a. Did he do something? A couple for years them? later, he, he did wind, something. Wind Rider yeah. or Wind Rider. It was like a little three issue yeah. thing huh. that he did with them. But He's I saw awesome. his stuff yeah. back then, man, and it was just holy. I have fuck. an answer. I loved it, Gabriel Hardman. Do you? Yes, that's I cool. Nice. I do. Yeah, He's, I have answered he, I, by a lot I, of really cool. I guys. have. I, I have a very unique piece. Speaking of original art, of Gabe Hardman original art. Uh, not long after that, actually a little bit after that, but I had kept in touch with Gabe and my daughter was in kindergarten or first grade and they were doing a thing. They do this all the time now in schools where um, I think it's first grade, but maybe it's kindergarten. I don't remember where they do a thing about the gingerbread man. And they ask you as family members to contact people out of state and have Mm -hmm. them send you letters about the gingerbread (laughs) man, gingerbread man and his adventures and his adventures in your town. I have a postcard with a drawing of the gingerbread man uh, walking down the Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, that's awesome. And Gabe himself said, and it's his story that he was driving down Hollywood Boulevard and he saw the gingerbread man walking down on the, like, and, and he drew the picture of it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> that I was weird. I well, I just, it was just out of a, I was just like, I, I was wow. trying to find interesting people to, to send in stories. And I'm like, oh, well, he's in, in Hollywood. That would yeah. be kind of cool, you know. I didn't expect him to do this drawing, but he did the whole thing and sent this really awesome drawing along with it uh, for my daughter. And it's she in get an A? It, it wasn't a graded thing. It was just ah. sort of an extra curriculum. Wow. Thing, but uh, but the it was on the wall at the school for a long time. And, oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, she. Um, but yeah, that's I I just happened to run across it the other day. It's in her stuff. You know, it's like we keep a folder of her wow. sort of stuff. But uh, that's yeah, I have a very interesting. That's probably. That's awesome. That's a very unique (laughs) comic book art piece, I think. That is totally awesome. But that was... Gabe, thank you for doing that. Years and years ago, he may not even remember that.
on in the world of comics. Uh, I had a couple of uh, things, uh, talking points, if you will. Um, oh, I really like your Joker, by the way. In uh, Young oh, I, I wish I, re- I wish I can remember the name of the designer who uh, I didn't design that Joker. Um, that's actually the show uh, um, character creator, um, the designer. I'm, mm. I'm blanking on his name, uh, but yeah, I really love that Joker that's too. Cool. I like how mod. He looks and yeah. crazy. He looks, yeah. It's, um, it's very dangerous looking <laughs> Joker. It's like the one from the what was the other Batman with the the, the cra- Batman Beyond with the crazy dreadlock Joker. Oh no, uh, that was, yeah, that, that was, was the V Batman. The Batman, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. like that Joker design. That was a pretty yeah. dangerous. This one is about sort of, the the opposite of that one. He's is wearing a mod suit. I haven't seen that. It's kind of almost. It, it's. Kind of got kind of like hair. the kind of like the the dark night returns. Yeah. He is kind of like that. Okay. And how so he's dresses. not as rough looking. Yeah. Zoot, 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 it's like the really young version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. What is what episode is that? Is he in? Uh, he's in issue issue one. Uh, oh, issue, issue okay. One. In between, I, I got to pick episodes. all those up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to. <laughs> uh, DC's coming out with an absolute infinite crisis. Really? No. Or identity ad- identity crisis. crisis. Oh, the identity, identity crisis. That's different. And I remember when it, when it first got announced, everybody's just like, "Oh, really? Do we need an absolute identity crisis?" That's a pretty important book. I, well, you know, I know it gets a lot of hate, and I, I still don't understand what it is about that book that people hate on so much. I never read I, it. I know but why. I, I, yeah, I get the impression, and I, this is just from people that I've talked to because I've never read it. I can't speak on it. That it seemed to be kind of the usher in of the era of things got dark exploding heads in what's supposedly a comic that all people should be able to read you know just you know this is that it was kind of the 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 neon, gratuitous the neon sort of billboard that comics are not for anybody okay less than 40 anymore yeah <laughs> you know it, it's 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 the stuff that it's everyone the, likes the to bitch about, but sort of, but secretly you know. well, a rape buy is and definitely part, part of, of that. Oh yeah, it's you know it, it's it's with the whole thing with um, um, uh, Eclipso Loring, yeah, Jean yeah. Loring of her being you know murdering Sue Dibney is part of it. And sorry, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, ten years well, old crap, now. Whatever. I did say I hadn't read it. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah, and, and, cer- and certainly the, the the rape scene and and all. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a pretty adult themed comic. But yeah, hey, I, it, I, you know, it's for me. I guess it was just not. I I, I remember reading it when it came out, uh, and I remember enjoying it. And then I know it got there was a big sort of backlash against it. It was. I mean, it was well received initially. I know it, it sold really sold well, like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's but then why there's, there's it's a like getting an absolute oh, right? sure. big backlash against it. I never quite understood. I mean, like I'm like, well, I understand. I mean, I get Is it that rags, it, rags are rags, yeah. drew it, yeah. yeah, and Brad Meltzer, yep, uh, um, he can write. But I always like it. Always seemed like people thought it was like people act as if it was poorly written or something. And I never quite understood it. And I guess it is maybe just more the context of. The story than the actual story itself. You know what I mean? It's like, been it's been so long since I've read it. You know, it's so it would be kind of hard to you know say whether there's. I guess I just never thought or... it was like that over the top compared to other media. Like, okay, someone is raped. That happens in other mediums all the time. Maybe it doesn't happen in comics, but but comics at that point. Kids. I but I guess I didn't think that then. Like I didn't. I wasn't a kid, so I wasn't. Yeah, yeah but that, that's what I think. 
is people. the deal. Mm. I don't know. It's hard to separate that thing, you know, because, you know, somebody was asking me actually about Battle Pug, and they were asking me, oh, it was your show. It was 11 o'clock comics, and, and Jason mm-hmm. warned everybody that it was not a comic for kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, whoa, 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 don't say that yet. But then again, I was like, I didn't say that it wasn't either. <laughs> right. So it's just like, uh, I don't know what this is. You know, maybe this is, I don't want to. Don't want to like pigeonhole yourself yeah. in right now. Yeah. So I can understand from a creative standpoint, it's like, well, well you the know first all these characters. There is, there is a butt. But. Yeah. But it's like. But you know what? I can probably find a, comic, a cartoon from the 80s that has a butt. Right. Well, too. that's just it. It's like, how sensitive are we about. I'm pretty sure the last unicorn has some somewhat but nudity in Some it. side boob. Yeah. But um, <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, I'm putting that in the show notes. It's side gotta boob. it's gotta have. But uh, uh, I can see from a creative standpoint, you know, I've you're so used to these characters you you wanna do something interesting. And by God, that was an interesting thing. That was an interesting way to look at that. Yeah. Especially if you're a well, novelist coming thought. in, you're just like, This is the angle I'm gonna take, and by God, nobody will expect it. Well, that's and the, nobody did. Yeah. And and the thing is is like no i think that's the thing, it's like Meltzer coming into it going, Well, Jesus, none of this nobody would even bat an eye at this yeah. happening in a novel. Yeah. Yeah. But because it's happening with these right. characters right. that you... Oh, you t- know. T- t- take it a step closer. No one would bat an eye if it happened in... Independent comics. And Avengers. I mean, it has happened story. In, in an Avengers story. Hey, Hank Pym... Well, that's interesting. Hank, Hank, I never thought of Hank Pym had been slapping Janet around right. for well, years. Well, but that's yeah. still different than... Yeah, I never, I never even thought about that part of it. But, I mean, I get the whole the book and the novel thing. But, yeah, I wouldn't have equated it to... Uh, just a company to Hank. I've never thought of Marvel as more mature than well, DC. You know, you know, I, in I, fact, I, in the eighties, I thought it was the opposite because I really? saw. Well, I remember as a kid seeing a lot more dams and hells in well, DC comics Watchmen, than I did Dark Knight. Those are all well, DC yeah, books. Yeah, well, those, I mean, that, you, you saw sure. Dark. You know, you saw that develop in DC books way quicker than you did Marvel mm-hmm. stuff at that yeah, time. Yeah, you know, maybe it was just I that perception whenever I was adult. growing up, I always read Marvel because I felt like it was a little bit more street and I always had this perception well, yeah. that, that DC was like Challenges of the Super Friends. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it took me forever to get into it and when I did, it was such a dense overload. Oh, yeah. And so people like Manhunter. And people oh, were oh. using adult language i'm like maybe i'm not even supposed to be reading these things. <laughs> yeah well you know we talked about this before i mean we were reading stuff like uh chankin's american flag yeah when i'm when 13, we, 13 years, years old, old you know and, and I, I was obviously not 15. supposed to be when i'm reading a paul but smith's rape scene yeah exactly in, 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 in american flag going i know i'm not supposed to be reading this but that's why i think when i got to i it's like well it's not like i have you know what i mean i'm, I'm 20 at that point, I'm almost 30 years old, probably. Yeah. When they, or I am 30 years old when yeah. that comes out. It's like, oh, what's the big fucking deal? I, you know, yeah. Chankin was doing this shit 20 years ago yeah, in comics. You know, I mean, you make but a good point. But I guess it's the characters. You make, you make a good point about the novel thing because, you know, one of the most popular novel series in the world right now is that Millennium Trilogy, which is, I mean, the first book is all about a rape, right? I mean, Millennium. That one, the 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 girl the, the girl that oh uh, the 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 dragon the hornet oh, girl oh, yeah. Dragon right, 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 right. yeah yeah and you know I've uh, I've had friends uh, Sean Dove said he went to go see the movie up in Evanston and all of the movie theaters old ladies that went and bought the book and they love that book so much and I'm just like all these old ladies that bought you know what this movie's about right <laughs> I mean, you know what's going to happen in this movie right? but I think but I think that's the thing it's like I don't think people I mean people realize that in real life. Like in 
in the world people get raped. It's a terrible, I know, tragic but, I mean, thing. Yeah, I think and, that, that maybe maybe there was, uh, uh, you know, people run, run to the exploitive thing a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. When it's, and I think, you know, it's a hot button when you have a comic book. Yeah, right. And well, you then, put then, mature well, themes in it any time. And then you get into the, whole, the women in refrigerators. Yes. I, I think yes. Well, it became a, you know, yes. yeah. Yes. So. I mean, it's very, it's a, it's a tightrope. That I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to attempt. Yeah, I'm not a flying Grayson. Well, I think I think you have to. I think if you're if you're if you're a writer, you just have to write what you want to write. And not if you're worry a writer, about, then you, for one you know, thing, you're smarter than me already. Well, you're, <laughs> I don't know. I, have you have you have you watched Decoded? I haven't seen Decoded. <laughs> I haven't seen Decoded. And I like Brad. I'm not a big I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. I, mean, yeah. I, think I don't know if he is either, into. but. Uh, <laughs> the, the people no, that he's he, not the field he is. He that, that is. show is hilarious. It's I, interesting. I, I do yeah. have to say that I, I listened to part of an interview with him on Adam, Adam Carolla and I turned it off because I just couldn't listen to it. Was it about? Uh, it's about decoded. Decoded. And, yeah. and they were getting into conspiracy. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not a big conspiracy. It's funny because like when I was younger, I was very much. Uh, not that I believed any of that stuff, but I like you know. The Fox Mulder thing. I wanted to believe, right? You right. know, like I want, and I, right. you know, I would, I did a lot of research in that kind of stuff and conspiracies and aliens and paranormal and occult and mm-hmm. at all least that once kind of a week, thing. Sal walks into my office and said, "It would be awesome if Bigfoot really existed." Fucking, well, that it stuff would be. is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. The, the because idea of it is you can come up with. I like it from a fiction st- yeah. standpoint. Yeah. I'm glad that it's there. I'm glad that people are thinking that stuff. But it is hard to yeah, sit down and I, take it seriously. When people my, take it so... In my 37 years, factually, I, have, I have pretty much decided that, you know, the shortest point between... I mean, shortest way between two points is the straight line. You know, it's not the... It's not usually... Roundabout, circular... I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind I mean, of the same I mean, time and time I again, become, life has proven to me that, that things are usually as simple... <laughs> As you think they are. <laughs> yes. You know, so. Um, sp- speaking of a conspiracy, though, I want to know, uh, Detective Comics, Scott Snyder and Jacques were announced mm-hmm. as the you know, new team on that. Mm-hmm. And then the, new, the next issue, the la- latest Franco, issue Franco is Franco, and then I guess the next issue is Franco. What happened to Jacques already? He couldn't keep up with the... Anybody know any no, ideas? I have no idea. Who knows? I love the first two issues. I was uh, like, oh, you know, wow. I, th- I think they, I think, well, you know, the stuff you know gets solicited so far. On and nothing against Franco. I, I think maybe maybe alternating arcs. And maybe. if that's the case, I'm completely fine maybe. with that because I really enjoy both of their work. Yeah, it was just sort of surprising that all of a sudden mm-hmm. uh, I was expecting Jacques and yeah. I got Franco. I read, that, I read that first issue and I haven't read it since. I actually have them sitting out there on the counter. I'm going to catch They're up. They're good. Are they? Are they well, you're not yeah. crazy about Scott Snyder, are you? No, I like Scott. Do Spider. you like? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's that. it's um it's the other guy um, that everyone seems to think is the second coming, uh, Nick Spencer. Guy. Nick Spencer. And and, and, and oh yeah, I, like I don't I don't dislike Nick Spencer, but it's like I woke up one morning and everyone's like, Nick everywhere. Spencer is going to be the greatest. That, I, oh. I had that similar experience. I I don't know anything about. And he guy. may be. Mm-hmm. He may be. I just I, I, I have. Yeah. I read. Uh, I'm what get- is the Thunder Agents? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was confused by it. That I, but I, I don't I've know enjoyed, anything else about it. I've read four issues of the Thunder Agents. I've really enjoyed all four issues, but every time I get done reading one, I sort of sit there and go. 
I, I get the feeling like I'm missing uh-huh. the the important parts of the book okay. or like the action you know like the, the important the, stuff takes place the off, most exciting off page. stuff yeah. of the story happens off page it seems like and oh. it, and it's sort of a uh, I don't know I'm, I get the same feeling with Morning Glories which is another book I think he that one yeah, that he one's that I've heard about a lot so I, I want to try and read I got that. I got the trade and he had uh, what he had done the, the, the what Something something point two zero and point three zero. Oh, um, is, he uh, wrote existence. Existence. Oh, right, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Ron Salas drew that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ron Salas is a great yeah, artist. Nick Spencer. I and I'm not. What, like I said, I'm not. I'm not. You're not hating. I'm on not him. hating on him. I'm just. I, I'm a little confused. Why you're questioning why he's getting such. Play. I'm usually the one that's hyperbolic. That, 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 I'm usually the one that's like. If you were a superhero, you would be Captain Hyperbolic. I would be, yeah, yeah. You do like stuff. Yeah, I, <laughs> there's nothing wrong yeah, with that. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm he likes power that way. But uh, no, Scott Snyder. Uh, I love American Vampire. It's it's one of my favorite oh, new books yeah. of the last couple of years. I enjoy that a lot. And mm. uh, and his detective run, I'm looking forward to reading it all. So yeah, I think he's I think he's one of the one of the fresh new voices in comics mm-hmm. for your hyperbolic statement. <laughs> one of the fresh. He's new, fresh. He's gonna be a, you, uh, uh, gonna be at C two E two. Which, oh, you know, sweet. by the way, I can... forgot to mention about that. Oh, yeah. C2E2, yeah. March 18th, 19th, and 20th. It's yeah. that Friday, Saturday, it... Sunday. Right. Oh, look at this guy. Um, and Scott Snyder's going to be there, as oh, yeah, are uh, Matt Fraction, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, Gail Simone. We're going to be there. Mike Norton. Mike will Norton be will be there. Scotty Young, Tim Seeley. Uh, you get all of the uh, information. Pat Oswalt. Pat Oswalt and Whoa, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Thor, yeah, Thor's the mighty there. Thor, shall be there in attendance. I'm gonna fight. Thus him. saith he. He's a big dude, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I bet you I'm taller than him. I bet you are too. I bet you. He's are. pretty those tall. Those Hollywood guys are tiny. I don't know. No, him, he's no. tall. He's no, tall. tall. <laughs> he's over six foot. Yeah, uh, but you might. Yeah, yeah, you're you're like six. You're I'm like, always surprised at how tall I am. You're like to six most ten or something. You're like an NBA player kind of. Yeah. Fowler's but, uh, taller than me. Yeah, Fowler is tall. Oh, he's another freak. Yeah. He's a, he a giant. Uh, maybe he is Bigfoot. You're I heard a freak, Tom. I heard Bigfoot was from Canada. He is from the Northlands. Mm, that's true. Uh, but go to c2e2.com for information. If you buy your tickets before March 14th online, you get the whole weekend for $50, which is, a, which is a great price for it. Uh, Try to do anything all weekend downtown Chicago for, for 50 bucks. Dollars. Yeah, I tell you what, it's going to be crazy. Thursday is St. Patty's Day. Oh, yeah, God. I'm and worried about that, dude. That is and, scary. And, and the weekend, Half it's, the people attending the show ain't going to show because they're going to be, be drunk hammered. in an alley somewhere. Uh, mm. It's also it's also the uh, the uh, NCAA basketball regionals are going to be at United Center that weekend. Oh Jesus! Down, downtown Chicago is going to be bananas. That is crazy. glad I'm staying with you. Yep. Yep. Staying. Staying. Jesus, yeah. our boys uh, from eleven. Your your boys. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, I call them be, my boys too. Be from eleven o'clock comics. Oh, take the train. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the eleven o'clock guys are are gonna be uh, are gonna be in town. As Looking forward well. to that. To and, them uh, coming in. So uh, uh, Mario Muscar is Mario with Mar- of of Beauty and the Geek fame is gonna right. be <laughs> gonna be sharing a bed <laughs> with you. Can he still play that card? I, well, <laughs> I don't think he does. Hey, uh, yeah, um, I don't think. I think we do. Even though the gal that he was paired up with um, is the from beauty? Chicago. Yeah. Who yeah. is he bringing her? I don't know. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that so, would give him props. So definitely uh, check <laughs> check all that out at c2e2.com. And, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna looking be, forward to that. That's going to be fun. That's it, only, I'm very much looking yeah. forward to it. It's going to be a good week. Four Star is going to have a table. Very and, nice. Uh, awesome. I have all big announcements? Um, uh, maybe Coming not as big as we thought they would be. 
Oh. Uh, we do have things we can talk about there. Okay. But we are getting into you some sneaky, new stuff. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, there's stuff that we're going to be doing in the future. Well, Mostly it's going to be the, uh, the web comics that we're all doing because we're all oh, okay. doing web comics. Mm-hmm. What do you say we uh, do a bring back a little something oh god a little top of the stack action do you well, think yeah, you I got some we want to talk some com- some actual comics we top, read top top we gotta throw in I gotta find the, the I've got it I you got, got it you gotta oh, throw yeah. it in yeah, top alright we'll right. actually do the top of the stack oh what was what was my in- what was my intro for that god I don't even remember man it's been so long oh, since we god. did top of the stack yeah I have no idea you'll have to go back and listen to me but let's uh, and now it's time for <laughs> top top I can't we get you had to put it in alright we're gonna let's do top of the stack top Top of the stack. And that's right. It's top of the stack. Top, Our chance top. to let you know about the books that we've been reading. Oh, you remember wow. it. Hey, wow. It's like, yeah, it's like riding a bike. Wow. Tom, you always lead us off. Oh, Tom's not here. Tom's, Tom's not here. Sitting in for Tom, Tom is uh, is uh, one of the uh, uh, creators also on uh, Young Justice and from Billy Batson and the Magic of Shazam oh, and yeah, uh, Tiny, Tiny Titans. Titans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm large and in charge in it's here. Franco. It's Franco. Right. <laughs> it's not well, Franco. Hello? Hello? It's Mr. Art Balthazar. Well, yeah, that's me. Hey, buddy. Hello, how you doing? Good. good. What's up, how are you? Doing good? This is uh this yeah. is our, our top this, this is our, our we're we're back we're back to segments. It's our top of the stack segment. It is our top of the stack segment. So so we're we're kind of talking about what we've been reading, what we've been uh, digging on. But uh, um, uh, Sal, you actually it's had blame Ron Richards because he he used it as the uh, they're doing stack week. Oh, on iFanboy, <laughs> uh-huh. and yeah. his was the title of his today was top 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 of the stack. Oh, that's funny. And he said he it just if you remember from around comics when they used to do top and, <laughs> and, and, and like oh Christ now we got to do, do top it. Of the stack. Now we got to so, do it. So blame Ron. Ron. Well, what, what's what's your top of the stack? Sir? Um, I would say, the, you know. It's funny because, you know, this top of the stack has been building up for eight months. But uh, I'm just going to go with something that I read this week. And it was uh, Amazing Spider-Man 655. Yeah. The latest issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Marcos that was Martin. good. Good stuff. Awesome. Dan Slott. Uh, it's not rocks. Uh, you know, it, the, basically the story is, um, and spoilers uh, for people that aren't reading Spider-Man, but um, J. Jonah Jameson's wife, uh, Marla Jameson, uh, is killed. And Dead. and in the previous issue, mm-hmm. um, and this issue is sort of Peter dealing with he. They go to the funeral and him dealing with with that, and then because they're related oh, now. Yeah, um, that's his dad now, right? It's his brothers, aren't they? Technically, it's his, it's his stepbrother, or something like it's that. His yeah. Yeah. Stepbrother, stepbrother, yeah. Or James no, James it's brother. a step step cousin. He's related to the man wolf, isn't he? Yeah, it's oh, no. yeah. <laughs> something like that. But anyway, the, the majority, a majority of the issue is, married a, to his dad. is a big uh, right uh, is a big dream sequence, and Peter's is sort of going through all the tragedy that he's experienced in his life and the death that has sort of surrounded him and everything. And Marcos wow. Martin just fucking nails it. Uh, oh yeah, I mean he just the does, double page. There's this the, huge yeah. double page sort of Escher-ish spread of. Uh, of him chasing um, Gwen. different uh, Gwen, but even Gwen's beyond back? that, Gwen's no, no, back? just in the street. It was in oh, a dream. It was in a flashback. dream. It was a dream. Oh, but I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> go read the issue. It was phenomenal. But I just want to say, I don't think anyone should be allowed to draw Spider-Man other than Marcos Martin. He's so good until he dies, and no one else should be allowed. 
No disrespect to any other comic book you know, artist. There, there's another. For there, me, maybe Mike Norton. Oh, he's wrong. so good. But there, there's another guy that's kind of in that style. Did the uh, the Glasses Black hurts. Cat, um, uh, the Black Cat miniseries that uh, Jen Van Meter uh, uh, wrote. It's an, Jesus, Jesus Sayas. Oh or, yeah, yeah. He's good. There, yeah. yeah, he. Similar he's, style. Yeah, he's he's really good. Yeah. He drew. Um, I'm blanking. He's drawing other stuff. But yeah, it does sound a lot of DC stuff. I can't remember. He's a good man, that guy. Yeah, but Mar- Marcos good, Martin, <laughs> very rememberable. <laughs> we can't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Martin's he's, awesome. He's awesome. Mar- Martin, Marcos Martin is. Wish you could find his original art. Going back to that, he has. Well, he doesn't sell it. Yeah, he just can't find it. He might be all yeah. digital. He's yeah. very Ditko esque. He's very. Yeah, that's true. He may be all digital. Maybe that's why that's he right. doesn't sell it. I don't have pages for the last. Do you know something we don't know? Well, I think a lot of guys are going digital. Yeah. No, I don't know anything about them. <laughs> I know my, my, la- my last eight books don't exist. Because they're all them. digital. Yeah. It's hard to sell stuff that way. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. You can sell the, the, the memory. The, you know? Download it's like the a memory. Download, yeah. You can't take it with you, but they remember it. It's virtual. Hey, I think you might have, uh, you know. Cracked the code. Something. You might have keyed yeah. into something there. If we could, like. How much would that be worth if I could download the memory of you drawing that page? That'd be cool. Huh? How cool would if I could experience it's like Mike a, Norton drawing a page of, of Young I'm Justice? I'm pretty sure there's some pretty crappy things going through my head when I'm drawing. <laughs> Mike, also, Mike also draws well, naked wearing only know, a bathrobe. I, I, so. I want it to be more like sort of the videodrome, you know, just sort of like, I just see through your eyes like it's a TV oh, screen. Man, I, I don't want to actually like, you know, know what's going cool. on in your head when you're doing it. Like Longhorn Man style. Yeah, yeah. It'd be kind of sweet. I don't know. say it looks like crappy 90s computer graphics. I've got every memory of every page of... You know every John Byrne that people would pay for. Well, I that. almost I almost I'm, I'm gonna start a camera above my above my art table like oh, challenge you got. I was gonna do that. See, I was real close. All I needed to do was buy the camera. Because <laughs> I, cause I wait, thought about wait, it. Wait, wait. When you said you were really close, <laughs> yeah. What I, else I, is there? I investigated. Did you have the fucking it. stand? Is that <laughs> no camera? Just I had stand? the tape and the rubber bands all set. <laughs> I, I read the website how to do it, and then I'm like, hmm. But people would know I'm not drawing right now. Where is he? My book's gonna be like. <laughs> why you put it on? That's why you put it on a loop. Oh yeah, loop. Oh, oh just constant sketches. He's always drawing. He's he never the stops. Take He's the train to the loop, and you can record all. He's day. had that same shirt on for days. There's always a way to figure out how to. His not hair work. never grows. I've been watching <laughs> this for a year and a half. <laughs> He's oh, the same how about shirt. you, Mike? Or do you have any time to read comics now that you're drawing all of them? Uh, I hon- <laughs> all of them. I honestly haven't really uh, had a, lo- a lot of chance to read stuff. Um, I'm I'm going to be reading stuff this weekend. I have to read the initiative. You got to read the hell the out initiative. of it. Oh yeah, you have to. Yeah, because you're uh, you're working with uh, your buddy Sean McKeever. Yeah, oh, that's um, right. Gravity. Jesus, you are this busy. Firestar is back, yeah. and she loves gravity, doesn't she? I think that's going to happen. I don't know. That sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't she a vampire? No. no. That's the, other, the girl that looks like Angelica Firestar. Jones. Yeah. Oh. The one on uh, the MI-13. The There's a different Star. Firestar? Oh, no. You think it's Wait. Spitfire. Oh, yeah. sorry. Firestar. Who's Firestar? From Spider-Man. Spider-Man and his amazing friends? That's one not the same Firestar. She has microwave No, powers. Spitfire is the is the invader, Firestar, World War II nice era invader speedster. Oh, right, right, right. They look the same. 
They do have a similar. They have the same powers, don't they? No, one's really fast and one's a microwave. One's a speedster and a vampire. No wonder I never understood why. I never got. I think I've always confused those two. Really? I think I. Well, I never really watched Spider Man and the Spider. What? I I didn't like it. You're not that much older than me. No, no, it wasn't a matter of that. I didn't. I was, and I've, I've talked about this before. I didn't like anything outside of the comics. Oh, really? When I was a kid, I was not Holy into... Holy crap, that was my world when I was a kid. the best. You should watch it, sir. I didn't watch like awesome. the Spider-Man TV show. I didn't watch oh, the Super Friends. I watched I watched a little bit of the... the uh, Eight Little Superheroes? That's my favorite yeah. episode. No. And they they, uh, they made uh, uh, Submariner's women alcohol. Yeah, alcohol. yeah. Drying oh, my God. body. <laughs> God, whenever, whenever they... Uh, whenever... How'd they get Doctor Strange? I don't remember. They got him, though. He was just frozen. Oh, yeah. Him See? and... Uh, no. Whenever yeah. they, whenever they met the, uh, the X-Men, it was... Uh, the first time I had ever seen uh, Wolverine, and he had a terrible Australian. Oh, accent. the Australian accent! Oh, I do yeah. remember that. I did see that. Hey, kid, want some fruit? I think that's. What, <laughs> I think that's what turned me off completely. Now it's my turn. <laughs> I'm stuck. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. That was the Juggernaut. I think that was the name I'm of that episode. The, you, the Juggernaut attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was what turned me off completely from it. Yeah, was well, that no, I can see it now. I think that's what I because I think I wa- I, that was the one episode I watched. Oh, man, holy man. crap, man. Oh, so and then I just said, Fourth no, grade, Mike, no. that was all about it. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. I Thundar wore, the Barbarian yeah. and Challenge of the Super I Friends. I wore the oh. Spider-Man underoos under my clothes watched, like it was a costume. I watched Ghost. Yeah. Nobody at school Space knew that I was Spider-Man. Still wearing. I watched the Space Ghost. Uh, that was one cartoon I watched. Johnny Quest. He was cool. I didn't like Johnny Quest. Real. Did not like Johnny Quest. He was Quest. a punk. The Even though he had a pug. Uh, yeah, the characters are cool, but is the that show a pug? is. I think Bandit long. was a pug. Yeah. He looked like a pug. He yeah, had he the was. coloring. Yeah, yeah. he was a pug. pug. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like him. You need Haji. Yeah. They uh, would yes. never show that guy. He had Bandit and Haji. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Bandit and Haji. That was his buddy. Uh, how about Ooh. you? How about you, Art? What are you reading? I'm reading. Uh, I'm behind about six months on comics, but ones I'm enjoying is Brightest Day. Yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. I like the Red Hulk. When he, I know I bought the new cover where he's, where he's half green. Last time we talked to you, you were loving the, or, the Red yeah, Hulk. Yeah, I'm a fan of Hulk. Hulk and Spider-Man, and I read Superman walking around saving the neighbors. I like that book. He saved, I like when he saved the neighbors and all hey, of a sudden you know, they were okay, I'm glad you said that because <laughs> you know? that's another thing. Like, Straczynski is getting so much crap for that whole idea of, of Superman walking around instead of flying. But you know what? There was the one issue where he's walking through Detroit and he, and he was playing basketball with the street kids. And then he goes walking through a neighborhood and discovers that the neighbors were aliens. And then a big yeah, giant yeah, robot yeah. comes out of the basement and wrecks the house. Yeah. And I've been showing my wife. I say, look at look what they're, they're doing. Superman's walking around. All of a sudden, there's a robot in the guy's basement. It destroys the home, and the people go back to space. They're aliens. And she said to me, that sounds like something you would do to Superman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whenever I'm stuck, I bring aliens. It's all sudden aliens come and invade the Earth. The city's in peril. That's, it. That's my out of any story where I'm blocked. It's just aliens. Or I just erase time with the devil or something. But, but I read that too. But see, I'm behind, so that was like more recent. I'm reading uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, but I only read... Well, he's going to die soon. Yeah, but I hear, when I started reading, he was died in a flood, and they found his mask. Oh, that's when I stopped reading. Well, that's when I restarted. I read oh. him, and then I, I stacked the books. Because I read those big volumes, do you? Yeah. That's I, I, I read. buy them, but I... I I, I put a stack and a stack, 
and then I read that whole stack, and then like another stack will build up for 10 months. But then I, last year at San Diego Con, my basement flooded, so all my books are all stuck together oh, right now. Wow. So I'm ungluing a lot of them. <laughs> so, so a lot of my reading pile is stuck in there. But, but wow. I, I'm behind on Ultimate Spider-Man, but I do like it. Principal Sunships is there. Principal <laughs> Sunships. Yeah. Uh, Sun Yoko is Chips. David Lafuente still drawing it? Um, yes. Where is it? Yeah, and the first guy was I'm Yeah, that guy. He was drawing. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Stuart. Yeah, and he has the Spider Friends in there. That's cool. I don't know how or why Iceman wears the do rag, but it's okay. It is weird that he wears that. Because definitely has to stick to his head. But how come is it don't freeze up like his clothes do? That's what I'm saying. It's sticking to his head. I know it. You got to lick it. It's got antifreeze. What if he sticks a thermal? It's slap it on the side when he's. Swimming through the air, it's fleece. I think it's a fleece uh, line, maybe. I but I like the new uh, Teen Titans too. With uh, Damien came in there. I haven't read that yet. Oh, I have not. You know, the Teen Titans is one of those books that I just I've tried over the years, over and over and over again to, to Teen enjoy. Teen Titans can be really good. Yeah, it, it can was, be really good. In the last be. issue, I, I read, keep wanting it to be, but for me, it just doesn't seem. The only thing I don't like about it, I mean, I love Nick's art on it. Uh, Nicola, yeah. she oh, she's, she's really awesome. awesome on it. I yeah. don't like that she draws Beast Boy's tooth sticking up. It oh. looks weird <laughs> like that. Yeah. It looks great as a cartoon, but on a normal-looking dude, it looks kind of weird. That's the, probably the Beast Boy she knows. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Kind of reminds probably you and me of home a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but what I liked in that last, I don't know if it was the last issue because I read them out of order. I just pick them up, throw on the floor and read them. But when the Teen Titans, when uh, Ravenger and Robin went to the high school to beat the bad guys, they opened the door and there was a bunch of zombies. And and uh, they did a shout out to Tiny Titans because <laughs> Ravager saw it and she went, oh yeah. <laughs> and I read that. I didn't know that was in there. And I read it and I'm like, wow, this guy's cool. So I checked out uh, Crawl, JT Crawl. JT Crawl. Yeah. So I started looking at him and watching videos with him. He's all right now. Yeah, yeah he's good. Yeah. I, like <laughs> well, I always met him at all the shows and stuff, but it was like we're in the same room, you know, holding hands, hugging. Nicole, <laughs> Nicola was there, so it was cool. Yeah, but her, her art's fantastic on that she's, book. She's awesome. Well, I mean, she, her art's fantastic I have, I in general. I haven't tried the new the new series yet, so I'll, it's I'll, good, sir. You should read it. I guess it's not a new series, but my I guess favorite the, Teen Titans is Young Justice right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to pick those oh, yeah, up for man. my son. He There's loves so Young Justice. He's crazy about Young Justice. It's all. Oh, it's on today, isn't it? Yeah, I'm missing it. Yeah, me too. It's family time. Because we watch Young Justice, it, it comes out at 6 or 7. It's on tomorrow, too, though. Yeah, we'll DVR it. Yeah. And then we watch I think Smallville. I have a DVR. Well, my kids are 5 and 7, they, they sit and watch it. And when a commercial, they get mad. <laughs> Fast forward, I can't. It's playing now. So I got to wait. I got to wait till like, 6.30 to start watching this. Yeah, so my I, kids, up until, like... Six months ago, didn't understand the concept of commercials and television because yeah. we wow. DVR everything. And then we're watching. Yeah, I didn't we're, think about yeah, that. And we were watching a movie, and my son's like, "Why am I watching? What is this? What? Why am I watching this? What? Put yeah. the show back on." I'm like, son, that's a commercial. I don't want to buy Sunday Delight. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. well, I, never, I never thought about that. I, yeah. I mean, I can kid? get, I, I get that the kids might. Uh, grow up understanding they can fast forward their commercial. I never thought that now my son they would actually grow up being angry when oh, as, as somebody when facing as somebody the concept of commercials. My daughter understood, but my son literally did not have the. He did not. He's five now, and he did not understand what it was. 
He just did not. And the concept like of a commercial, he didn't get it. Because wow. he either watches DVDs or he's watching stuff on like on demand. Yeah. You know, like SpongeBob on demand doesn't have commercials. Maybe in the beginning, but like in the middle of an episode. Like he's sitting there watching. A, I can't remember what movie it was. It was something where, you know, it was something, uh, a movie, but it was on regular television. And he's watching, he's into it, and all of a sudden, you know, it goes to a commercial. Cut he's like, commercial. and he just looks at me like, <laughs> What happened? It's is it over? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, it's just like he didn't understand. I'm just like, We watched The Wonder Years now, too. And oh. the kids are really into it, and they think it's a movie. And every time it ends, they said, That's it? It was short. Why was it so short? <laughs> so I got, I got to record a bunch so we could play Kevin Arnold. And my son gets, he, he, my son wants to watch Chuck <laughs> with me. Chuck? Yeah, I don't get. I don't even like that show. He like he wants to watch Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. I'm like, what? Why do you want to like this show? I don't understand why he likes Chuck. I don't get that one at all. But he likes Chuck. Oh yeah, Chuck. Oh yeah. Our destination, but it's still a ways away. But it's still a ways away. I saw a tree house on the outskirts of a farm. The power lines have you read? just never asked. Oh, God, I uh, read a lot of stuff. Um, probably the, the last thing that has blown me away, and we, I, we, we, we probably talked about it last time because it was the, uh, the Brian Hurt uh, art gallery showing was in here the last time we recorded, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Uh, Six Gun, the first trade came out. It the Six collects, Gun? Yep, collects the, the first story arc, and uh, it's just good comics. It's you know, supernatural, western, adventure comics. And yeah, I just I enjoyed every second of it. Those guys just write really, really good comics. Cullen is one of those guys that twice now, you know, the Damned, and then with with Six Gun. I just finished reading the trade the, of Six Gun. I just bought uh, it today. Oh, did you? I picked it up. It's good. It's, uh, it's really Molly good. Jane found it twice. He he he's just <laughs> written something Thanks, that I, I I when I read it I go God damn it I wish I would have thought of that. Yep. He just you know it's just like so elegantly simple in in sort of the concept, but it's just one of those things that. You know, it's brilliant at the same time. It's just like, God, you know, the, the Damned was one of those things where it's like, oh, demons and gangsters. That's genius. Why didn't I think of that? You know, and uh, and now, you know, with Six Gun, it's like, you know, demons in the West. And, you know, and, and that kind of thing. Yep. Uh, but you Cullen know, could write, oh, I, after reading the Six Gun, he could write a straight Western if he wanted oh, to. Oh, sure, and it would sure. Be damn good. And, then, and that's, why, that's why, or he could write a straight up, you know, or, gangster yeah, noir. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's just... That's he writes characters that you're drawn to, and you uh, you definitely feel for the characters, good, bad, or or you know chaotic, neutral. And Brian That's Hurt can drink. Uh, he can drink. Yes, he can. He can draw, yeah. but he can drink. <laughs> I'll tell you that. He much. was ready to go. He was enjoying himself in Chicago. Yeah. I can tell you. But I drink, uh, drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> he used to pot a day. <laughs> Finish off what my wife made and make another one. Are you still working like twenty hours a day? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah, of those are at night. It hurts. Yeah. I brewed the first pot about 8.30 at night. I don't know Jeez. how to do that. It hurts, sir. <laughs> I went to bed. Uh, I understand. It's just most of mine's during the day. I went to bed at quarter seven this morning. Talked oh to Johnny. Mike, you're Sunshine more of a nine to five guy, right? I mean, you get I up, can't, I can't do night, mostly. I mean, I tried it I, when I was working as a, 
as a photo retoucher kind of guy at yeah. pre-press I've worked overnights and I felt like I lived on a different planet yeah well it's, sure you get, yes. you get out it's three in the morning and yeah everybody you I know never it. saw anybody that yeah. I knew and it I mean of course the internet wasn't as you know it uh, keeps you ubiquitous stable. as it is you know now I mean I probably would have been able to you know, keep in touch with people. But back Good then, man. it was just like, I might as well not have existed on the planet. <laughs> I know guys that work, you know, second shift stuff that just love it. And absolutely, they, I, they I can't function any it. other way. But I couldn't I, handle it. I thought I was going crazy. Yeah. I just I work, work whenever and sleep whenever I'm tired. Yeah, like a ferret. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to wear brown fuzzy clothes, too. <laughs> That's awesome. I know I'm, I know uh, that everybody's alive and well because I hear him upstairs running around. <laughs> and I eat it's with good them enough, every day. Right? I see him at dinner. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> you hear him in the background and say, come here, let me measure you. You're getting taller. <laughs> All right. Go back upstairs. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's going back downstairs now. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, what else do I got? Um, well, you know, a book, I, I, I wouldn't say that I love the book. I, 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 picked up the last two issues of Fantastic Four, the death of Johnny Storm, mm-hmm. and then the following issue. And I, and I haven't... Uh, I mean, I have to be honest, I could give a shit uh, that Johnny Storm's dead. Uh, I, you know, he'll be back in a you year. You bastard! Well, I just don't care. I, I, I honestly haven't cared about the Fantastic Four in, uh, you know, two decades. You I don't, bastard! I really don't, it's just a book that I just don't really care all that much for. And, and you know, not to say that it's not being done well now. Jonathan Hickman, I think, is a good writer and all that it's just me i mean I, you know I'm, yeah, it's not I something you. i i'm enjoying but i picked up the last issue this this latest issue and um it was more of a uh you know the a aftermath sort of yeah uh, <laughs> uh on you know after johnny's death and everybody's sort of dealing with it the first half of the the book is um is sort of this silent there's no words there's no lettering um in it and it was it was okay i wasn't crazy about it um, there were some things that I didn't quite understand what were going on. I didn't think the the art was necessarily strong enough to carry that uh, with mm-hmm. no lettering. But I, I got what they were trying to do. Um, the second half of it was a, uh, something that I, I actually really liked. And it was a story about Spider-Man and Franklin Richards. And Spider-Man uh, going to see Franklin, meeting up on the rooftop of the Baxter building, and, and them sort of bonding over the fact that they both have lost their, their uncle and um, Spider-Man going there and you know talking to him about him losing Uncle Ben and, and, and just sort of trying to comfort him. And what I really liked about it is that we know, you know, I've, you know we've been reading Spider-Man for all our lives. Most, you know, we know, and we've known that Uncle Ben was killed and, and, and uh, murdered and, and all we that. And we know the story. Yeah. We, and, and yet, and we hear the story all the time. I mean, they, they remind us of the fact that Uncle Ben was killed and with great power comes great responsibility. We, you know, we hear it all the time, but rarely is there ever really any emotion with that. It just is. It just is. It just exists. That is just his backstory, and you rarely see any emotion attached to that. Just all the guilt. Well, just the fact that, you know, (laughs) when somebody dies, it stays with you, no matter how long, you know, when somebody close to you dies, it sticks with you, and no matter how long. And so I really felt that, like, in that issue, they really did a nice job of showing that Peter, you know, still to this day, years and years later, it still affects him, and it's still dry. And there was really emotion there of him sharing that with 
Franklin and him, you know, trying to comfort him with the fact that, hey, I've gone through this too. It'll be, it'll get better. Was basically his sort of thing. But I just thought it was a really nicely done uh, story about that. So awesome. When I told my son that the human torch died, he asked me if what happened. Did someone throw water on him? <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> and I'm like, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, he, he wasn't fast enough. He didn't see it coming. It wasn't. It's like wasn't it was in a crazy. Gatorade. It was yeah. in a Gatorade bucket. <laughs> his favorite team won, and he died. <laughs> no, I yeah, told well, you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, that's like you know the 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 idea. I think I'm well. It's way too old and jaded to care about characters being killed in comics anymore. It just doesn't. Right. Have, they come it, back. It has no effect on me. I mean, Even I don't. Bucky you know. came back. Or did yeah, he? Yeah. Well, he's, Is he but, a robot now or something? No, he's. he's oh, he's Captain a, America. He's Captain America. But he has now. robot arms, doesn't he? One. One. It's what? not robot arm. It's just cybernetic. It does whatever it wants. <laughs> it's kind of like Doc Ock's arms in the no, movie. No, no. Hey, come back. The, robot, the, arm, the robot arm is the new Bucky. It's keeping the flesh alive. Sidekick. It melded to his spine. That's been a good book, pretty good. I've, I've enjoyed yeah. the, the Cap book, too, but the last you know, issue was a little... I, I, I dropped Cap after, gosh, what was it? Uh, when Steve Rogers came back. I was like, okay, well, I feel like the story's kind of... Cap's kinda, back. And yeah, you know, it's come full circle I'll now, tell you what, so. I have absolutely loved the Secret Avengers book. Yeah? With, with Steve Rogers. Secret. It's Secret. And, uh, and his little Avengers. group of Avengers. Avengers. I've really enjoyed that a lot. Well, he's off that book now. He's, uh, he's finishing up, so he's... Yeah, I don't know. What, yeah, I mean, he's still doing it, but that first start he's, or whatever. Two more issues? No, he's only going to be off for two issues. Oh, well, why'd they say he was off the book? Well, Nick Spencer's going to do Fear Itself. Hey, who's that Secret guy? Avengers, then, I think. Oh, Fear oh. Have I been reading that? Oh, uh, 28 Days Later continues to be a really good comic. I won't, I won't say anything. I won't say anything. You don't enjoy it? No, no. It, I, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with you. What? Oh, but I'm not going to say anything. What? That it, that no. He hates you. I'm not so. saying anything. What? Uh, has, no. <laughs> Go right ahead. Now, right, now, it doesn't, right now, it's not something to do with you. It's everything to do with you. <laughs> Last issue came out this week, <laughs> and I think we're actually getting to oh the end game in, in 28 Days Later. They've been... Venturing towards uh, towards London from the very beginning of it. Don't go and, there. And and, uh, and I think That's we're I think we're getting ready to uh, to enter the like, the last the last story arc. I don't know if that's an option. Uh, I haven't been reading it. I it's I, good. I uh, after Declan left, I just there's no hope, no, no reason. I know I, I just haven't. It's one of those things I got to pick up the trades on that book, but yeah, I haven't done. Did so you guys yet. see that Tyrannosaurus Rex book from Image? Oh, the super dinosaur. No, no. The, it's a one-shot. It's called Tyr- Tyrannosaurus Rex. I haven't seen it. It's really seen. bloody and violent. It's awesome. My, kid, many... my kid loves it. <laughs> he, he buys Jurassic Park every month. And um, this last one's the new story arc with John Burns. And he's, he looks at the book in the store. He gets on the floor, turns all the pages. And he said, um, Daddy, this only has one picture of a dinosaur in this book. I said, all right, you could, you could pick another, pick a different one. So he's all bummed out. And then we go alphabetical order. You go down the line, and it says Tyrannosaurus Rex. And then he goes, ooh. And I say, let me see that. And I look at it. There's like, oh, all dear. kinds of violence <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, um, animals eating animals. All right, here you go. He's <laughs> <So laughs> not human, him. right? And then the, the last Jurassic okay. Park book we bought had a, a, one of the guys turned into a zombie, and the dinosaur was eating the guy's eye, and, and they were swearing in it. And I asked my son... <laughs> Do you read this? He goes, not all the words. I was, which words do you read? Just the ones with the dinosaur pages. 
Okay, we'll <laughs> We're all good. We're all good. <laughs> the people that tell me to read it. I just got to make sure they don't show anything. Hey, else. speaking of uh, John Byrne, has anyone read uh, his Next Men? That I have them, but I haven't been reading them. I read the well, original ones. We were talking about it on 11 o'clock. I've, I've, I've yet to read them. Uh, but. Really interesting, actually. I, I, yeah. The, the idea of what he's done with it. Yeah. Does it continue? As Art mentioned, well, yeah, it continues from the end right? of, but the way he's continuing it is sort of like everything that happened may or may not be a dream oh, in the right. original series. It's but original it's, series it's cool. When I first picked it up, because I'm like, wow, is he is is this the same? I'm like, is this the same Next Men that he wrote? You know, back in mm. that was what that was the '90s, Next Men, yeah, '80s. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Eighties, right? Eighties. Because it was before my brother went crazy and left, left the planet. So, eight, eight, well, was, uh, well, how long? Late eighties. How long's Hellboy been around? around? Oh God, I don't know. I'm going say ninety-two. Yeah, ninety-one. I was because Hellboy say. actually debuted in Next Men number twenty-one. Oh, it did. So it was in the late eighties, yeah. eighty-eight probably. Um, and I remember reading that, stuff. and the, uh, yeah, it was really good stuff. So then when I picked it up, I was just like, this is kind of strange. That is he continuing it? Is he reprinting it? I wasn't sure what was going on, and then I started reading it. It's just like, wow, he's continuing it, but it's it's different. I mean, it's I think what he wanted to do is he had a completely different story to tell with the next men, and that's what he's kind of doing. Did the characters already older, or are they the same ages as they were before? Do you mind? Is there a time progress? No, go ahead. I'm trying not to spoil it, but basically, what what happens? At least I only read the first issue, but basically, what happens is. The first issue opens up with uh, the I can't think of the character's name the the one dark haired girl uh, yeah I know who she her is. waking up from some sort of induced coma and realizing that everything that they that that we read was her dreaming oh cool and that oh Jesus <laughs> and that that they're all. Um, part of some sort of experiment, Matrix style, maybe. And yeah, it's you it's gotta. Small it's hiatus interesting. Episode. It's it's sort of interesting <laughs> for for if you read the original Next Men stuff to go and and read it. It's it's kind of an yeah. interesting uh, concept of what he's done with it. Yeah. Of going, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna sort of start from scratch. Yeah. But I'm not gonna forget what happened. It's you yeah. gotta check it out. I've been buying them, but I haven't caught up with them. I've been like that with a lot of comics lately. Tim, Tim bought them. He read them. He said he didn't, he, he didn't get or like the first issue, but loved the second. The second issue. one? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I only read the first one. I haven't yeah. gotten any further, so I have to keep going. But it was, it was interesting. The first series I read when it came out, so I'm going off memory. Yeah, fuzzy. Well, fuzzy. Read them and never looked at them again. But I remember them. They were good. Uh, what else did I read this good. month? Week. Oh, yeah, comics. Oh, yeah. You guys are all high-tech and stuff. We try. <laughs> when we do our podcast, I just turn a computer on and put headphones on. Done. Yeah, talk about your podcast. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, podcast. There it is. <laughs> we, had Mike, we had Mike Norton on there. What? Miranda. Yeah, he was on there. Mike's on every Once podcast. Once or twice. I, I think he's on two episodes. We just talk about stuff. We're going to do a Superman um, DVD extra episode. We're going to do the commentary to all the Superman movies. Nice. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's going to start with all, all the yeah. Christopher Reeve Can I be a part yeah. of that? that I'd love to so. come and do, do that. You could take my place with Superman 3 because I refuse to watch the movie again. <laughs> 
because I told the guys I'm I'm not gonna do it. I'll introduce you guys. And I, oh come on, that'll be the best part. Ripping. I mean, no, I can't know, take it. I can't oh. look at it no more. Maybe I'll listen to it, listen to them doing it, and but I don't want to watch the film. I would I would love to be a part of the Superman It'd commentary cool. tracks. I said we're gonna be... do all of them, even oh, Brandon fine, Routh, yeah. too. And the and the, the other. Are you gonna one, go uh, back in the black and white? Uh... No, not that. Just, <laughs> just with uh, Lex Luthor, criminal mind of our time, and that then Marco Kidder when she got old, and the Hemingway, looks just like your father, all that kind of stuff. It'd be good. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Superman, uh, the All Star Superman yeah. animated movie came out yeah. this last week. It did. Yeah. Really, yeah, really enjoyed. Yeah, really enjoyed it. It's. Uh, I was really afraid. Whenever they announced that they were doing oh, that right. one, yeah, because it's such a singular vision. It's gonna be good because yeah. it would hurt. I gotta you. watch this stuff. Well, no, it's just like how how <laughs> how I was like, how are they gonna be able to do this? And uh, actually, they pulled it off. I, think I thought it was a t- I was the same way. I thought it was a terrible idea. It's like why would you take that story and try and make it into an yeah. animated film? It doesn't seem to make any sense. And then I watched it and I was like, wow, this is really actually cool. And it's they like why a- not do like Emperor Joker, you know, instead? You know, did you guys see the Jason Todd one? It was really good. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I just recently saw the Shazam Superman one. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, that was yeah. Cool yeah. too. I gotta say, the, the, I haven't really been disappointed by a DC animated film. Oh, I didn't like they, the Green Lantern one. Uh, it was one of the weaker ones. It well, was, yeah, I found yeah. it would be a little, little bit dull. Yeah. Yeah, but, like them it. flying around in space kind of was... He killed Hal Jordan, didn't he? I don't remember. I didn't or finish it. Or when he it. went to the... Or he almost he brought him almost to, to death and then he let him live. The, the Green Lantern power or something. That's mm. what I got up by. Again, I watched I it remember. once and I'm going fuzzy. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> no, I mean, but most of them are most of them are excellent. Yeah. So you know, I know it's in good hands, but still, it was you know, All Star Superman would not be one that a Superman story that I would pick yeah. to, right. to do that with. But I was actually surprised they did a nice job with it. But it's I don't know. It's 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 a weird because if you haven't read that. Comic. I can't. I can't watch the movie without kind of playing the comic sure, in my head. Sure. You know, it's kind of like watching Watchmen. It's yeah, you're, right, you're, right. You know, it's, it's the the comic. You're filling is, in any gaps with the story you already know. Absolutely, but uh, but no, I, I thought they 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 cut out the the parts of the comic that that would have bogged it down a little bit, and and you know, definitely definitely kept in the some of the cool stuff. But yeah, I was. One of my favorite parts of the animated was also one of my favorite parts of the the book was, uh, and it's not a big scene, but it's when Atlas is fighting. um, Oh, the big lizard creature? The big lizard creature, and he tosses him into space. (laughs) For whatever reason, like that (laughs) just sticks out to me. It just, just, like, it was such a wonderful example of, like, how powerful these guys really are. And you never see that in comics. Like... You know, Superman is supposed to be this incredibly powerful guy, but when he hits somebody, their chin moves and nothing else happens. You might see him fly back into a wall, crack the wall. Yeah, maybe cracks the wall. But you don't see shit like that. Like, oh, I'm just going to toss this guy into space. And and his lungs are going to explode. You know, yeah. that, I mean, that was just such an amazing. Like, and it's sil- just a cool sil- scene. Silver Age Superman was a planet mover. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Could move planets, yeah. and that's what I love about what Grant Morrison was able to do with All Star Superman is that you know he you know, what John Byrne did in in the mid eighties of, yeah. reinvent, of Steel. reinventing was Superman awesome. was awesome because it brought Superman closer to us. Yeah. It made him a little bit more you know obtainable you know in, in in how you in how you think of him. 
But you lost all the out there wacky, yeah, he, crazy he magic. Him and he wanted to get. He kind of wanted to get rid of a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Or when he could get a, a lion head and a grasshopper head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you get gold kryptonite or you know blue kryptonite, and it does whatever. But yeah, Morrison reaches out and grabs all that stuff and says, "No, all these crazy out there ideas were fun. Let's let's do this again." And, and one of the things about you know depowering him is that they also kind of. They, you know, intellectually kind of stunted him. That's what I love about Morrison's All-Star Superman is that he's not just the strongest person on the planet, he's the smartest person yeah. on the planet. And he's a super scientist. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's brilliant. And, he's Superman. And, he's yeah, Superman. he can do everything great. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard. It's, it, I understand why Byrne did what he did because it was to the point where it's like, okay, well, what do you do with him anymore? I mean, you can't, you know what I mean? It's like you, you've, you've sort of run out of stories to tell. You can't, evolve him at that point it's easy you know morrison told it told that that basically one story of superman and it works but to go back to that it'll work for a while i love you know like i said i'd love to see that kind of thing more in in the the everyday comic but i think eventually it would be the same thing i was just like okay well what do you do with him at some point well, how, how do you... When does how, Superman fight God? Well, the, you know, it's like, I mean, is, that's what it's sort it's of... It's like a crime spree tonight or something? Like, like shootings, extreme shootings on the south side? Um, yeah, at, at, at some point there has to be a, um, a certain amount of continuity between the rest of the universe. And, and if he is this powerful or this super smart, how does he exist in a world with the Justice League? Because if he was that powerful and that smart... Right. They you wouldn't, wouldn't, be you wouldn't yeah. need a Justice League, you know. It's yeah, it, I mean that is the issue with it, and it's and that's why Byrne did what he did because he, you know he wanted to humanize him a bit. And, oh, and it worked great for yeah. twenty plus sure. years, you know. But yeah, but now a, he needs a he needs a shot in the arm again. I think. Yeah, so, or a walkabout. A walkabout. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bash on on that. I, to me, it was just a very '70s sort of thing. I, I, I think, think it's a very '70s. It, thing. I, I never mean, thought yeah. of that. Oh, that's I what mean, you, Green Green Lantern, Green yeah, Arrow. Captain America. I yeah. mean, you know, I'm gonna go, you know, he, when he became nomad, I'm a man without a country. I'm gonna walk around, you know, it's like finding America kind of thing. Like I said, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, when they, you know, went around, it's a very '70s sort of of concept, and and that's why I didn't. Like, I didn't quite understand everybody hating it. Like, oh, this is the stupid... It's like, well, it's kind of, you know... It's, Superman walking? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I he's guess... He's forcing I, himself to walk. Remember, he's on a cell phone, right. too? yeah. So why are you using your cell phone? Well, because everyone else is. I want to be a man on Earth, you know, walking around. Understand it, I guess. You don't I, have you know. to eat or sleep and get tired. Just it, keep going. It's just a matter of how you want to tell a story. It doesn't... Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's any right or wrong way for Superman to behave. As much as people wanted there to be, you know, it's like these characters, they're supposed to behave this way. No, they're a fucking fictional character. They can behave any way the writer <laughs> wants them to They're a vehicle, vehicle yeah, to tell a story. Yeah, it's just... I just want that guy, that's a bad outfit. Woo! I just want that guy in there. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, well, it's like, but it's like we, we as comic fans feel like, you know, we have to know 
how someone would react, or we have to know exactly what their power set is. And that's because we're stupid. That's because we're stupid. And 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 you know one of one of my favorite questions is is how strong is? So they're not comic fans. They're comic artists. They're professionals. They don't. We we do it as a hobby. They do it. For a living, how strong is Superman? Real, real strong. He could fight. Uh, he could fight the Hulk. He's as strong as the writer needs him to be. Oh, there you go. But, he's, but he's not weak, though. That, you know, yeah, that's a strong. really good point. I, growing up, uh, um, especially when I was a young teenager. And you'd get that Marvel superheroes role playing game, yeah, yeah, and it would have the stats in there, and it told you how strong everybody was, right? Yeah. Or you'd have the Marvel Universe thing. Then you get to start making them, and you're just like, if I got to stick to this hard and fast rule, this story doesn't work. So I'm gonna mess around with this a little bit. So you got to do that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then you realize the guys that made those books that I was reading when I was a kid, they were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. So it's just like. <laughs> There is no rule, you know. There's no so, rules, man. Yeah. That's whatever you there's, want. I think that you know, there's a schism there, you know, where some there, some people believe it. Well, you know, they're 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 well, fundamentalists. Think, you know, how how strong is Superman? Twenty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, not he's a twenty. He's got a monstrous <laughs> strength. No, yeah. unearthly. Unearthly. Uh, One hundred and seventy-five ton, thousand tons. That's well, we used you know, to play. Play war with the cards that came with the role playing. You cut them out; they were perforated. Yeah. And each character got their own card, so we would. Oh, oh Jesus! Jesus. We we're doing it like we're, we're like make war. We shuffle the cards and pass them out, and yeah. and then you put your card down, Captain America. Next time I put Silver Surfer. Like, all right, take them. <laughs> and then when you get like um, when you get like Thor and Hulk, okay, that's war. And then you match up the next oh, guy. You flip one cool. up, and then maybe you flip over the thing. He flips over. Bucky, and you're like, all right, and then the middle guy at the side, you know. Yeah, that's cool. So it's pretty fun. That does sound. We used to do it all the time. Well, I think the I think it's uh, you know part of it too is is how good of a, a writer are you? Can you play with those things and still get the reader to buy into it? I think that oh, yeah. you know that, what I mean. Like that that's, is the that's the craft of it. Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, no matter what you do, you're not going to convince everybody. We, right. I mean, I had a, uh, I can't even remember the entire gist of it or how it ended. But there was a big fight when I was working at Devil's Due between all of us trying to figure out how strong Spider-Man actually was. Because <laughs> I was like, he can lift a bus. That's about it. Don't no, be but, thinking he can lift a whole... Tim, Tim, then the, the Tim, Marvel Super Heroes game he came out, he could lift like 20 tons. Well, he, or something. he could stop yeah, a like, bus is pretty heavy. You know? It's like he... He would. Uh, the, Tim was like, I read a book where he lifted a building once. <laughs> and I'm like, he can't lift a building. You can't. And so you would get. And I was like, oh, if he what if we to? What if we turned ourselves into? He stopped a train in the movie though with the webs. That's right, but that, that nearly killed him. It hurt him real bad. And ripped his suit. Fucked up his suit. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. he ripped up his suit. We won't tell Spider Man. <laughs> but it, I think it, I mean I think that's part of the craft is is you know it's like well you know if you believe yeah. it, 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 it well that's the thing if you know if you if you believe he can if you believe he's as strong as he is in any form why does he not liquefy anybody's face that he punches <laughs> yeah I mean that's why you watch Spider Man too he's like. Doc Ock should be dead. He punched yeah. him in the face <laughs> a bunch of twice. Times. He should be dead. 
his, his, his hey. eyes should have gone out the back well, of his skull. Well, you, a, year you watch, a year from now, you're going to do something in Battle Pug, and somebody's going to email oh, you. Oh, I go, know it. No, no, no. <laughs> they would not. That guy would not do that. Because I know that. that I know, know people will do that. People call. People write into Tim all the time and tell him what he's doing wrong with the hacks, characters he, he made yeah, up. He created sure. out of his head. Yeah. It's like no. He I'm can't waiting do for that. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. You watch three rounds of Ultimate Fighter, and one guy's always real bloody. But you watch the whole movie of Spider-Man, Doc Ock, and he doesn't have a scratch. No, nobody's hurting <laughs> at all. It's like <laughs> he didn't get super strength when he had that yeah. accident, did he's he? He's like just... he's like sixty. You know, yeah, he's fighting Spider-Man. What happened? Spider-Man. He's all of a sudden got the toughest face he's in crazy. the world. I think crazy kind of yeah, brings crazy. up just just yeah, it makes certain... your teeth strong too. <laughs> yeah, the bones in you. That's <laughs> break. <laughs> I got crazy teeth. I got strong. <laughs> well, that's a like crazy strength, you know. <laughs> and they could have died too. She fell a few times. Yeah, that's right. Say it's her. I mean, I'm sitting. At she got a strong heart. Hurts. That old me. Yeah. You know, you ever so, um, seen that, see that movie, uh, uh, Charlie's Angels, when uh, Drew Barrymore fell out of the building naked, went through all the trees, and fell with a blanket. When I she fell all the way to the ground, she hit the ground, and there were boys standing there. Oh my God! A naked girl from fell from the sky, and she stood up with the blanket on and walked away. Well, well, at that same time, my uncle was working, and he fell out of his van, and he broke his arm in two spots. <laughs> so, when you see Drew Barrymore fall out of a building and hit all the branches to slow down, and get up and walk away without a scratch. That, again, that's not real. Yeah, that, that, that don't happen. <laughs> True story. He Dang. fell this much. <laughs> out of a parked van, yeah. broke his up. Yeah, three well, places. That's, that's yeah. definitely. Well, I mean, I think with any story, with any, fiction, I'm gonna draw that comic. <laughs> with well, any fiction, you know, <laughs> you're just, uh, the job of the writer, uh, you know, of, of the creators is to get you to believe in that fiction. I mean, to get you know whatever it is, yeah, draw you in, to draw, draw you, you in, and 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 get you to believe it, no matter how you know. Yeah. Uh, and you got to be in the mood for that sort of thing. Yeah, you, know? that, you got to you know, be. You gotta want to have fun, right? Right. I mean, I'm always there. Yeah. I could write Superman right now. <laughs> Come on, give me some paper. You're on your way. Well, there are a lot of people that would like that to happen. I'm yeah. sure. Well, are you are you are you gonna be writing any Superman and Young Justice? Um, Superman isn't there. Yeah. He's got because, a little. Um, we were talking about this. Like, he's got a little. Yeah, he's got a little bit of an attitude issue. Okay. Well, well, what did I say? I said well, Superman's Superman has, okay. Superman has two weaknesses: kryptonite and emotions. He can't. Well, he can't deal with Superboy. He didn't know about Superboy, so he feels violated. It's yeah. kind of like you get a knock at the door and open, and, and a girl standing there with a, a, a six-year-old kid. Here, this is your son. What? That's how he feels. Right. Right. All of a sudden, he's a. What about Speedy? Why is he? Because he, he wanted to be in the Justice League. Did you yeah, see he that? Didn't, he, didn't, he didn't. I saw. Because they were invited four. as sidekicks. Right. And he didn't. He, he didn't want to be on. He's, he's got that he, Anakin like, Skywalker disease. Yeah, treating, you don't need to be a sidekick. He's ready to be a superhero. Yeah, he's kind of wants to be, be on a partner. And I got to say, I'm not happy that Robin's not the leader. As much as Aquaman. I love that. Aquaman. I yeah, actually love Did you like that? Yeah, so he's 13 on there. Now, is it, yeah, is it, is it Tim? Kid. Is it that's Tim? It's Dick it's, Grayson. It's Dick. It's, oh, it's Dick. It's Dick yeah. and it's okay, Wally. Okay, it's oh. Dick yeah. and Wally. I didn't, See, I didn't yeah. know it was Wally. I didn't realize that that was Wally. Yeah. The whole time I thought it was Bart, and then he told me that it was Wally. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's Wally? Guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just kind of freaked me out. Yeah, because it's Earth 16. Yeah, it's an actual Earth in the DC world. Multiverse. One of the 52s. Yeah. You can do whatever awesome. you want, can't yeah, you? And in this world, I think the Young Justice, the superheroes have been around for like ten years. 
Yeah. So everybody's fresh. Okay. So the teens are kind of secret. No one knows they're the covert ops team that no one really knows about them. I got to pick up the comics because cool. my son is Jones and for Young Justice. He, oh, yeah, that's he, good. He's. Uh, we watched one episode of it and then he was just like, uh, where's the rest? I want more. Yeah. I got to get some more. So the I books take place between like scenes. Yeah. In the commercials, you know, they it's take good. place during the commercials. <laughs> That's when they take place. So it's so I'll interwoven. I'll let them know that. I'll let them know. Yeah, okay. they're interwoven that close. <laughs> These commercials pay for the books. And this it's is funny because what... uh, we got the, the scripts, the, the, the episodes for all the, and we got the synopsis for a long, a whole bunch of stories. And it's cool because when it says, like, episode four, we're like, oh, it's coming on this week. We get to see what we're going to be writing about, you know? <laughs> so it's kind of funny. And then the first, uh, or the book's not out yet. Almost spoiler, but there's a word that Superboy, or something that Superboy mentioned something on a, on a later episode, or an episode that already aired, and we just got done writing the writing the story and like drew it up. It's all done now. It's the next one to come out. When we're watching the episode, um, Superboy says something, and I went, "Oh yeah!" I screamed. <laughs> really? Yeah. And everybody's like, "What happened?" He said, he "Oh said yeah." It. <laughs> oh, yes, boy. Oh, no, he, tell me what he said something on there, but I don't want to reveal until uh, wait, when's, when's the, the book come out? When's, when's this air? And I could say it. This, this won't air airing. probably till Monday, Monday uh, March first. March first. Yeah, can't say yet. Yeah. yeah. When's the flaming sea showing up in the book? Didn't you, didn't you say something about the flaming Maybe. sea was coming? Yeah, he's in there. He's in there. Showed up. Uh, there might be not, a shout out. Yeah, there's a shout out. <laughs> there's <laughs> a shout out to the flaming yeah, sea. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, he's not in I'm it. I'm not but. saying he, he won't. You know, it's interesting yeah. that it's the, fun. The, the, the idea of having the animated series and then a comic that you know goes along with it yeah. is, in this day and age, it's such a sort of unique thing. Yeah. But, you know, at one time, that wasn't really, you wouldn't be considered a unique thing at all, no. you know, a TV show to have those sort of... Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Thing. It, it, it's interesting. I, I don't know they why. They did crazy things like G.I. Joe. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you, did, you, you had so much of that at one time, and now it seems like that's. I can't. Is there any yeah. other cartoon going on right now that has a comic? Ben 10? Ben 10 well, of a comic? They got yeah. ben, the Brave and the Bold, Batman, but those okay, are. Yeah. They're cartoon tie in comics, but, not, but they're not they're related story wise. Yeah. Like you could read this and find out extra stuff yeah. about the next episode. Which like, is cool. Oh, I remember that because Superman was doing this and this. And, it's yeah. good. You got to Mike uh, drew uh, Black Canary for a long time. Get yeah. some Black Canary. Not yet, but no. there, I'm sure there will be. There's one yeah. picture of her in there. One of the books. Oh, that's right. She we had to take the dialogue one. away because it wasn't about her yet. Because yeah. that, yeah. It, it's got to be a little good. bit. I mean, uh, you, you she was in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. she's a trainer. Yeah, yeah, she kicks the crap out of Superboy. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. Training. I takes, love it. Takes off her half jacket. Every time Mike submits art, Mike sends artwork with Superman on it, and he always writes, you must view this page listening to John Williams' theme. <laughs> <laughs> he drew the Justice League in the Shazam, issue 22. This man was so good. I was like, I, I, you should make a big poster to cover my wall. With it. Well, that's, that's awesome. one of the things I wanted to ask you is that, you know, you guys, you guys worked on um, Teen Titans. And on uh, Billy Batson, Magic of Shazam, yeah. And everything I've always heard about the way that you work is that it, it's it's really pretty organic between you and Franco, and you just yeah. bounce a bunch of ideas off of each other, and you just kind of come up with this stuff. Yeah. Working on Young Justice has got to be a complete 
completely different way for you guys to work. We, we start out the same way, but then we know everything we just wrote down is going to get changed or t tweaked or whatever because the Hollywood guys are kind of like, I don't know what you call co-editing or overseeing to make sure the stories fit in the continuity. So we, we put kind of stuff in there like, all right, this is going to get changed, but let's, let's go for it. Let's <laughs> we'll push put, it through. We'll put stuff Maybe in there. Maybe it'll sneak in. And they'll write, you know, he, Alcohol Dad wouldn't do that, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, again, we don't know what's going on in, like, season two, season three, season four, whatever, how long they got this plan. We don't know what's coming for the characters. But, um, but it, it's fun, like, for Free Comic Day, they kind of, like, took the, took the reins. All right, go. See what Do you come up you with, because that's kind of like a one-shot deal, where it's to introduce all the people to the, the characters and to the team. Mm -hmm. And that one 12-page story is, is to let, when people read it, it's intended for people who don't watch the show and who never heard of these characters. So they're going to pick up this first issue and read it. And that one's kind of like the first issue. It's a free comic book day, but that's probably going to be the issue that most people read. So it's... I'm real happy with that one. Yeah, fun that with it. That was so good. Yeah. Yeah. And the only cool. thing we didn't know is because uh, the show has their own designs for villains and stuff. Right, right. So we we had all these things based on villains we already know and how they work, and that's the only thing we had to change. Like, well, this guy doesn't come from outer space no more. Oh, okay. Does he still wear boots? No, you got to take those <laughs> off too. Oh, <laughs> you know. So that's kind of how it is. But um, but it's fun. It's a challenge, but we're have we're still have fun. And writing sessions with thank God for Skype. Because, man, we, we were on the phone yesterday for over five hours. Wow. Between, Holy crap. I was on the phone for two hours with Franco, went to go eat, then came back another hour, then put the kids to bed, came back and talked three, three and a half hours, and then Johnny Sunships chimed in. And we were almost going to record an episode. <laughs> but we were on the phone until about 3.30 in the morning. And we uh, came up with a whole bunch of different issue five, I think it was. What do you do now? Because it used to be that you would do that, and you guys were drawn while you were talking. I'm drawing the whole time. Okay. Yeah, I was coloring and inking um, Tiny Titans. Okay. I finished it today at four thirty. That's <laughs> I. Johnny was saying, "You going?" He said, "Outlook looks good. <laughs> you know, I might be coming." Because last night I was like, "I don't know. I got six pages left." So between three thirty in the morning and four thirty today, I finished six pages, inked them, colored them, set them off. Good lord, so, man. It hurts, but I got it done. I took a nap, though, from uh, 7 to seven to 1. So it was good. <laughs> See, Mike's upset because yeah. we were building him up earlier, and now he doesn't seem nearly as no, impressive. I, <laughs> no, he's okay. I, Mike I, Norris is the best artist out there. Two of the hardest working men in comics. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, give us everything. We'll do it. Hold on a second. Yeah, I know. Oh, like, you've, like you've ever said no. That's the problem. <laughs> if they don't invite me, then I don't have to say no. Kind of like, I'm so glad sometimes when I can say, I'm sorry, dude, I'm too busy with DC Comics, you know. I'm doing all the super pet books too. And uh, it's weird because I'll, I'll work one intense, crazy week on getting a Titans book done. And then I'll do the next, I'll take like two days off. Like this weekend will be kind of chilling. We're going to eat pizza tomorrow with my mom and dad. Probably Sunday we'll watch whatever what we ever have on DVR. And then Monday again, I'll do one intense crazy week of Super Pets. And then I'll look at the calendar, see the deadlines. I'm like, oh, I got to start writing the next few books. <laughs> so that's how it works. I always do intense crazy weeks so I can have like a Saturday and Sunday. That's a crazy thing it's like a, a weekend. True story. Yeah. yeah, it's rare. These guys. Well, uh, do you think it's, it's time story. to uh, to go in the Wayback Machine again? Not only we're going to do 
Uh, oh yeah, stack, we did top of the stack. Now it's time for future, future, <laughs> future, future stacks. stacks. We're sending you back to the future. We're just going to talk about stuff that um, maybe we're looking forward to that's coming out soon. Future stuff, anything that I don't know. You guys don't have to, you know. We just trying to think. Trying to think. I like all the first thing that's on my list is, and I think it's coming out maybe next week or the week after is. Uh, something very near and dear to my heart, um, uh, the Thor uh, omnibus, Walter Simonson omnibus. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that existed. It's coming out in like a week or two weeks. Hmm. Um, I am very much looking forward to that because that is, that is when it's I think Thor. of Thor, that is what I think of. You is, could read is, that? And then be done forever. Yeah, yeah. and never, and mm-hmm. I pretty much have been. I, after yeah. that, I, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I, I always have a affinity for the character. I, my dog, one of my dogs, is named Thor. Awesome. But the other one's Don Blake. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> the smaller one. Awesome. You got a little tiny one that you named Don, Don Blake. Blake. Doctor Don Blake. I have a Chihuahua and a Rottweiler. <laughs> Thor. <laughs> That's pretty. No, actually, it'd be a corgi. He has a stick. A corgi and a pit bull. Is you, got, you, got, <laughs> right, you drop your stick. Here you go. That's hilarious. <laughs> Well, three-legged awesome. dog. I wish I would have thought of that. No. I found him in a cave. Uh, borrow my three-legged dog. <laughs> Just put the stick in his mouth all day. Um, hey, he dropped it. Don't lose this. But, it's but yeah, the Walter Simonson <laughs> Thor is, is absolutely. When I think of Thor, that is that is what I think. I don't think it gets any better than that. I don't know that yeah. it will ever get any better. The only thing Thor-related that I'm looking forward to at this point in my life is the movie. And I'm yeah. really looking forward to the movie. It looks phenomenal. He wears pants in the movie too, though. Yeah, she does wear. You remember, you, you, you remember the uh, uh, when Marvel back in the day did the, uh, the was it the 25th anniversary that had all of the characters as the border around? Oh, yeah, that was the 25th. 1984. Yeah, yeah. That, it's that that Walter Simonson just um, Thor with the headshot beard? of Thor with the, the beard. beard. Yeah. That is Thor. Do you imagine? Can you imagine if Donald Blake was blind and he was tapping that stick all day? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get anywhere. You know. <laughs> It's like saying Shazam while you sneeze. Uh, you really a st- stutter, maybe. <laughs> we tried real hard to change Shazam's magic word to Oprah, but they wouldn't let it. They wouldn't let you. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. That's a new character. Uh, I got some. I got some. I'm really looking forward what you, to. What do you got? Um, Future stack. It is. It is the return of something uh, not old, but uh, but something something that, blue. Uh, <laughs> It's something I, I, I think that we all all enjoy. Uh, Dark Horse Presents is coming back. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, right. that's true. That yeah. Uh, nice. I mean, for those that don't know, Dark Horse Presents so ushered in good. some some phenomenal stuff back in the day. Yeah. You know, Sin City, Hellboy. Uh, God, what else came out? In, in, oh, Ed Brubaker Ed wrote some great crime comics, and yeah. I mean, everyone worked in in Dark Horse Presents. Phenomenal. It was, it was the place to find new and upcoming yeah. talent. Yeah. I was in the Dark Horse MySpace Presents. The Goon? I was in there twice. I'm in the Thick Collection. Really? Meteor Might and Grimace Island. Both in there. Very nice. Like, oh yeah, 16 pages of awesomeness. It's <laughs> <laughs> a story. But yeah, uh, Dark Horse Presents. Uh, <laughs> have they announced uh, any... Uh, uh, Frank Miller, is, that's oh, where really? he's going to have the... Um, um, the 300 prequel. Okay, that's right. Yeah, he's it's doing the 300 prequel. 299. <laughs> <laughs> we need one more. 
Dun, dun. <laughs> Where's that new guy? <laughs> we can't go until we get him. What are we going to do now? I don't know. Let's sit around. Uh, uh, we're going to get some <laughs> new concrete from uh, Paul Chadwick. Fair. Um, that concrete was the in the original Dark Horse Presents. That's, that's yeah. another book. Uh, a whole here. a whole bunch of stuff, but yeah, it's um, very cool. Uh, so a well, little little bit little bit heavier uh, cover price. I think it's like seven bucks, but it's gonna be thick, thick, big, yeah, prestige, big, big old, yeah, big old. Well, another big old uh, thing I'm looking forward to um, from Marvel, uh, something old that's gonna be new again is the cross gen stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, sigil, uh, sigil and uh, 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 ruse. Ruse. Ruse, which was one with, of my favorites. Uh, that was written by what Wade and art by uh, Butch Geis and uh, Mike Perkins. And that'll be Wade and and uh, Butch is doing the the cover. Butch Geis uh, is awesome, awesome, by the way. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if he's he is it? perpetually underrated. Perkins, I like him. He did Iron Man really well. But they're gonna do. Um, well, they're gonna do Ruse. They're gonna do Sigil and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those are the only two they announced at this point. Yeah, but the, you know they they own the rights. Well, that was part of the whole Disney thing. Is that Disney? Wasn't it Disney that owned CrossGen? I don't remember. And then after I the merger, yes. that gets folded. Probably, in. probably, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. It so, is true. Yeah, ruses, ruses, good in stuff. My freaking wheelhouse. It's, oh, it's so, Sherlock Holmesy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know. Holmesian meets. Uh, oh, what was the Brian Talbot book? Um, it's got a little Luther Arkwright feel to it in, in places. Sure, sure. So, uh, so yeah, that's. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, Do you guys think of anything yet, Mike? Art? Uh, anything coming up? I know you guys future? don't pay attention to this stuff as much as we do. So I like all the stuff that I want to do that's in my head. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. I'm yeah. kind of feeling the same way right now. It's yeah. just like there's a lot Battle of stuff Pug. that I Mike's can't saying like really... year two of Battle Pug is going to be that. awesome. There's a lot of answer stuff I really can't wait for people to read. But, I mean, yeah. I was really excited when I read that Juan Babillo is going to be drawing Astonishing X-Men or something like that. I haven't read X-Men in forever, but I'd read that because I think he's a fantastic artist. Who? Juan Babillo. He used to, he drew, uh, uh, when the She-Hulk series came back, the Dan Slott wrote. Oh, yeah, She-Hulk. Uh, he wrote the first several issues. Of, I mean, he drew the first several issues of that, and he would trade off with Paul Pelletier. Okay. And uh, he, I think he's awesome. My first, right. my first. What's he, what's my, he drawing? Uh, X-Men, Astonishing X-Men. Astonishing X-Men? Or something like that. Yeah, my my, my, my uh, knee-jerk reaction to that was that he should come over to D.C. and, and do a project with Dan DiDio. DiDio and Bobbio. DiDio and Bobbio? <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be weird. Uh, I, actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, the DC Blue Beetle shirt that they're going to be putting out. <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm finally that's happy a future that yes, that's a, really that excited about that. I'm looking forward to the new DC Mattel Migos. That's what I want. Oh, Migos? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're making that new, a flash. new version yeah. of you. Is there... Yeah, yeah. that Shazam one that oh, I yeah. think looks just like you. I was going to say the Art Balthazar Amigo. The guy who, who uh, I know the guy who designs them, and he said that he looked at your books, Billy Batson's. Oh, really? For oh, the design wow. for the flap on the shirt. Nice. And, oh, wow. and the collar and everything. That's what he said. I we, still think uh, the real life Black Adam is. Uh, the Rock. The oh, Hosni. it's Hosni uh, 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 Mubarak. You know what I think. I thought that was it pretty doesn't fun. matter what you think. I just the Rock is back. I would love to You're see. You looking forward to yeah. WrestleMania? I, I want to buy it, but I'm the only one who would watch it in my house. Well, Pat was going. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, he's going to have it on. Sting's coming, right? Yeah, Pat's, the rumor, anyway. Pat's gonna have yeah, yeah. to talk to him. You gonna watch it? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> I'll probably. Is that this Sunday? Yeah. Oh, I got this Next weekend. Sunday. 
Uh, we had, we had mentioned Colin <laughs> Bunn uh, a little bit earlier. Oh, he's and, doing uh, some. The Tooth with Matt Captain Kent. America. The Tooth? I'll totally be here. The Tooth, it's, uh, it's uh, uh, OGN uh, uh, coming out from, gosh, who is, I don't know exactly who's putting it out. Oh. Uh, maybe, only, I'm not for sure, but he's, doing a, he's doing, doing a project with Matt Kent. Okay. Well, I like Matt. Uh, this isn't a future stack because it's already out, but it's, a, it's in my future because I haven't read it yet. <laughs> but it's really old, actually. Um, it's from, uh, uh, it's, Gold key stuff, but Dark Horse just re-released it in their Dark Horse archive hardcovers. It's the occult files of Doctor Specter. Two volumes of it: Donald Glute and Jesse Santos. Okay. Donald Glute, you may remember, has been on the show a couple of times. Yeah. We've had him on, and and it's um, it's uh, basically about a guy, Doctor Specter, who you know sort of goes around solving mysteries involving the occult and demons and ghosts and all that Does sort of stuff. Does he wear a cloak? Um, it's, yeah, they're probably, it's a cloakish. A cloak it's a cloak kind of guy, but it's, yeah, it's, it's back from, uh, when did this, 19, it was in the 70s and it was, uh, Doctor. the artwork's fantastic. The artwork, it, yeah, is, is really fantastic. And I have, I haven't read it yet, but I'm looking forward to reading it. So 1973 through 74, they did the first series here. Yeah, that's when I was born, 73. I was alive then. Mm-hmm. I was three. I was uh, stop bragging. I was little. <laughs> Sorry, you were, your parents were in high school still. Um, a couple. Of, I, I, the, the theme of this seems to be um, what what's old is new again. Uh, we have new comic versions like retro stacks. of planet. Retro's future stacks. Retro future stacks. Time, stacks. time, time tra- uh, uh, trademark apes. that. Retro stacks. That Retros. one's coming out. Planet of the Apes. Uh, planet of the Apes yeah. and, oh, God- really? and Godzilla. Godzilla with Phil. Oh, doing Phil Godzilla. Eric, uh, yeah. Phil, Phil Hester drawn. Um, uh, Eric Powell writing, writing it. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I, I hope at some point that they flip flop. And then yes. Phil writes. Well, I and think Eric, Eric's doing some covers. Eric draws it. That would be kind of cool because yeah. they're both writers and artists. So that would be kind of yeah. cool if they did that. If you're listening, Eric and, and, and Phil. Phil. I know. Well, Phil used we'll, to listen. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to Phil. Phil used to listen, but so did a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> You've well, driven them all over. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk to. I think Phil listened whenever he's an artist because writers don't listen to podcasts. Hardly. Oh, yeah, wrong comments. You know. Uh, uh, the other one is, that Fractions I'm kind of excited about, I know that you're not a huge fan, but uh, oh, um, Jace, Jason's. Um, uh, well, I've, to be fair, I've only read the one book, and I wasn't. Left Bank Gang. No, what? Hitler or something. Oh, I killed Adolf I killed Hitler. Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't like that, you probably don't like Jason. Yeah, I wasn't um, crazy about it. Uh, the Isle, the Isle of a Hundred Thousand Graves. It's a new hardcover coming out from uh, from Jason, and it's the first Jason book that isn't written by Jason. <gasps> so he has a writer. Um, well, maybe I'll like it. <laughs> maybe, maybe. No offense, Jason. I, mm-hmm. you know. So that's that's some of the sure some, some of the future stacks that, that that's I'm looking some future to. stacks. Uh, did I have one more? Wait, I might have had oh, one more. Let me look. Uh, my, my stacks oh. are still in the future right now. For, for, for everyone who loves the Ohatmu or the DC Who's Who, the Ohatmu is the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. The Walking Dead <laughs> Jesus. is uh, that's what Jason Wood thinks. Sure. The uh, Walking Dead is that getting kind of their version of it. They're releasing really? a mini series. 
series of uh, the walk. I think what is it called? It's like uh, the uh, Walking Dead Survivors Survivors wow. Guide, oh, and it's a fo- it's cool. four issues. Robin and really likes that stuff because he did that yeah. with Invincible, didn't he? And yeah. it's, it's going to have bios on like every character that's been in Walking Even a Dead. Even dead up guy. To this, this guy used to be the deli owner. I could probably <laughs> I could probably <laughs> use that walking because around with no arm. <laughs> no, I don't mean to offend uh, Charlie Allred. Uh, Adler. Adler. Adler, Adler, sorry. Um, I'm offended. Uh, but myself. a lot of times I can't tell who the fucking characters are. So Sometimes it takes me a couple issues yeah. to kind of, especially out. whenever there's Separate like characters. 12 new characters introduced in this issue. and I, I lose yeah. track of who, yeah. who's yeah. Um, I have, uh, I, I don't remember the artist, but Kieran uh, Gillen, uh, or is it Gian? Gillen? Gillen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy Gillen. Yeah. Ozzy, oh, yeah. yeah. That's White why Sox. I got confused. I was thinking White Sox. They're in spring training right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is so. doing a, a mini series of with Captain America and uh, one of my favorite uh, terrible villains of Caps, uh, Baytrock the, the Leaper. Baytrock oh, the, <laughs> the Leaper. the so, Leaper. I can't wait for the return of, of Would you, like some of you will respect the fighting art of Sabat. 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 <laughs> I tell you, you know, talking about Sabat. Okay, we like some more? we had both watched this show on fight it, with was, my was feet. It, was it uh, was it Discovery or one of those? Yeah, the guy who fight the will fight fight challenge or yeah, some warrior challenge or warrior greatest the, warriors in history. Well, no, 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 no. It was the one where the guy. That would travel oh, around. Oh, the guys that would travel around and, and learn different martial <laughs> They'd get their arts. ass kicked by them. Basically, they yeah. would go, they, they were two guys that were fight pickers. Martial artists, but they yeah, would. Yeah, well, they go, were like UFC guys. Yeah. They would go to, like, you know, just. We're, we're going to go to Thailand. We're going to go to Thailand. And, and train yeah. with the greatest kickboxer or uh, um, Thai fighters in the world. And, and then we're going to train with them for like three days and then fight. Against them and get our asses kicked, but yeah. I mean, they, yeah. yeah. But it was it was actually a very cool show. Well, they, they go to I've France. They go to France and spend spend a week learning sabat. And you know, they they both kind of went in there. It's like, oh, these these guys French. are French. We're gonna kick their ass. They came out of there fucking bruised. Hey, it's the <laughs> art of foot. Dan- foot, was fighting. Foot, foot fighting. Foot fighting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I didn't just it remember. Was foot it was something. So I didn't so, know they <laughs> make fun of. Baytrock all the time, and I was just like, I thought it was cool. He, I did too. He kicked you. I did too. He kicked you, man. Around. There's nothing cooler than getting kicked when you're a little kid. Don't, don't, don't fuck with the leaper. No. Take the pebble from my hand. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. You. Absolutely, that cool. dude will kick you. Yeah, I liked him. He had a good mustache. Bad, bad guys with mustaches are cool. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Before before we wrap up here, uh, I wanted to let folks know about a couple events uh, coming here to Challengers. Yes. Uh, first of all, on March twelfth, birthday. It's an event. Uh, this one is uh, it is it is the finals event. It's not the final event to be held here at Challengers. It is the finals event. <laughs> Will's going to be so happy. It is it is uh, our good buddy, Mr. Will Pfeiffer and Jill Thompson. Uh, finals is uh, it, it's a collection of a comic that they did in the early 2000s. Yes. And uh, uh, they're going to have a signing. Uh, for the collection for, that's for finally collection. being, uh, um, finally. And being that, will, that will be on March 12th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. And uh, and the twelfth is Jill, Saturday. Jill and Will will Jill and Will Jill and Will will both be here for uh, signing. Unfortunately, um, 
She can't, she, she can't find she the original find art. The, the yeah. original art is so long ago she, was, she wasn't able to locate it. It so. looks like beautiful stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I, I haven't read it, so I'm, I'm really interested yeah, to see I've the collection. Yeah, I've never heard of this before. Yeah. Um, and Will's awesome. Yeah. I can't Will's wait to hang out man. with him at C2. He's all right. He's a good man. He's a good man, <laughs> you Mike Norton. Uh, and then and on, on, our other one? On March 25th, uh, an exhibit of work from the second volume of Demo featuring award-winning artist Becky Cloonan. She will be here at 7 p.m. Uh, there will be an exclusive print available. And then all of the art from, from the second volume of Demo will be here for you to purchase. Damn. And, uh, and you can oh, yeah. meet Becky and, and uh, yeah. So. She, she's very sweet. Met her at... Uh, was it? There was a signing. Was she it? Free, had a was it? Was it free comic book day? No, I don't think no, it was no. free comic book day. It was when uh, Strange Tales came out. It, oh, it was the Strange Tales oh, sign. They had Becky yeah. Clunan and uh, that's um, good. I, I uh, buy that series. Oh, uh, ta- Tales designed to thrizzle. Kupperman? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I think. It is. And uh, uh, Paul Hornswire yep. was here. So yeah, I met Becky right, Clunan right. that day, and, and yeah, she's a very very sweet gal. Well, so. she's returning to Chicago. Coming, coming, the 25th, coming, March coming 25th. from NYC. So come to Challengers at eighteen forty five Northwestern Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. Do it. You can find out more oh, information yeah. at challengerscomics.com. Another, Do it. another website I built. I built everybody's there. fucking websites. On March twelfth, uh, you could go after this. There's an art gallery show. Yep. I'm gonna be in. Oh, really? Oh, Royal, Royal Flesh Gallery. Where's that? Don't know. Don't know the no exact data. address, but it's Belmont and something. Could what we search? It? We'll just search huh? Royal Flesh. Yeah, All yeah. Right. It's a tattoo gallery, but it's, oh. they have art shows there. Royal Flesh Gallery. Cool. On yeah. March 12th at like and 7 I, o'clock. I would assume the next awesome. time we record for our March episode, we'll like probably this. be C2E2. Probably, unless you want to try and do it beforehand to, to, to get together. And do you guys have an uh, table C2E2. in Podcast Alley? We do. Yes, That's we, awesome. do. we do. So, uh, so um, you know, just follow us on Twitter, uh, well, at Around Do comments. we have one or does 11? Yes, we, uh, it's, it's us at 11 o'clock. Okay. So, um, so we'll set up the recording. Do they have equipment. a banner? <laughs> yeah. uh, Has no. Vince put a banner no. together yet? No, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm just yeah, podcast. Come on, they're huge now. You guys are giants. You know, hey, you know, thing. thanks to uh, um, uh, Pop Candy. Or, uh, I don't read that blog. I don't know. Did yeah, she say pop- something? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, thank you. Hey, uh, thank you to pop before candy. we uh, go, we you know forgot to bring up the fact um, Dwayne McDuffie. Uh, yeah. The unfortunate uh, passing of, of comic writer and... and uh, uh, he, he was animation, also, animation scribe. Scribe. you know a lot of a lot of the <laughs> animation uh, stuff that we talked about tonight. All Star Superman, and you know, we were talking um, uh, a lot ben, of the DC ben, animation ben, stuff. Ben Ten, Ben Ten, he had done he had done a lot of animation stuff. He had wrote, wrote, written a lot of comics. He had uh, um, launched the most successful uh, independent yeah uh, milestone it's, comics, yeah, which was statics. Uh, he was. He was at the at the forefront of of bringing diversity to comics. Yes. Uh, his his work in you know uh, the the JLU animated you know a lot of people think of Green Lantern you know until this movie comes out you know their vision of Green Lantern is John Stewart and a lot yeah. of that is because of Dwayne McDuffie he was you know I think one of the really unheralded talents in comics you look at you look at what he did in his career you know with Milestone with one of my favorite runs on Fantastic Four sure. since. 
you know, forever. Uh, the stuff that he did at, at DC Animated, um, Damage Control. I mean, yeah, damage, was, you know, yeah, it was just it, a well, what yeah. a great concept, just a great yeah. idea, Damage Control. I, you know, I did, I never met Dwayne McDuffie. I, I didn't know him at all. Um, I didn't know him, you know, personally at all. Uh, and and honestly, uh, he had been doing so much animation stuff uh, the last, you know, I don't know, decade or so that. I associated him more with that than with comics. Um, uh, His cartoon, I, I, Static, was yeah, cool. yeah. But I Static and shot. I had said this on Twitter, but you know, and and and, and I. I I always did. If I knew, if his name was on something, it's gonna be good. I knew it was going to be well, good. Well, that's the I thing. If you quality. read a comic in the 80s or 90s, you've read something by him. Yeah. And, and you don't read a Dwayne McDuffie comic and go, eh, yeah, I didn't like it. Most people liked the stuff yeah. he did. He was good. I mean, he, and there was no... if you were into comics then, you are a fan of his, even if you don't remember. Yeah. Or so, if you don't know. Yeah, if you don't know. You don't even know. And just you like the cartoon know. stuff, I mean, nobody knows who writes these cartoons. If you're a kid, I mean, they, they're all don't fans know. of him. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Yeah. yeah. And that JLU is awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. So he is uh, it's going to be missed. He left us way too soon. He's 49 years old. That's and scary. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, he died of com- compl- complications from uh, from a surgery that Heart was surgery. the day after his birthday. birthday. Yeah. So yeah, really scary know, stuff. Uh, and really I sad. Learned some stuff about him. I had no idea. You know, he had uh, a, a double degree, an English degree, and then a physics degree. Yeah, he was smart. He's like, wow, what yeah. the you know, and and that's amazing. But um, yeah, interesting guy, and it's it's too bad. It's really a shame. Uh, he was definitely a very talented, very talented writer, and and not only that, but like you said, the the diversity that that you know the the concept of bringing diversity to comics was something that he uh, really championed, and uh, you know he did it in a in a way that was um, productive. Yeah, you know sometimes I think and, and it wasn't pre- it was never preachy. Yeah, it was it, it was just there. Yeah, yeah. and and. Um, yeah, it's too bad. It's 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 a tragedy, but uh, you know, he leaves a, a legacy of very very good work behind him. And and hopefully, you know, hopefully there's a lot of stuff that he had started work on that, that we still might see yeah. in the future. So you can you can keep your fingers crossed and, and hope. And like I say, he left a legacy. So uh, you know, hopefully we'll see other writers that will you know kind of follow yeah, his footsteps and kind of try and if, and pick up that mantle. And if there's you know younger listeners out there people that don't know or just people that haven't read his stuff go check it out go yep. you know pick up static and go pick up the, you know the, just the go to comicbookdb.com and look at the page yep. and page and page and page of credits he's got yeah, yeah. and it's like wow <laughs> um, over at iFanboy they had a nice little article there called uh, they do a 10 things you should know kind of reoccurring article and they had 10 things you should know about Dwayne McDuffie and it you know, listed off 10 things that a lot of people would look at and go really he did yeah. that yeah, yeah. absolutely so. myself included because I I mean I said I knew his name, but I didn't know anything about him. I really did not know anything about Dwayne McDuffie. Beyond. And then you find out, and you're like, ah, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. really, yeah, no, uh, no doubt about that. That it was just like, wow, I, I had no idea that he was. How much of the stuff that he that did he that you liked that I enjoyed? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, didn't even know. Yep, all over the place. Well, um, it, sorry to leave on a, on a sad note, but uh, you know, definitely, um, you know, um, remember him fondly. Go out, read his stuff, watch, yeah. watch the, the and read these guys' stuff, and and, yep. and, and tell everything. them. Tell, uh, <laughs> tell uh, be creators today right that are doing stuff you like, tell them how much you like their work because, yep. you know, it's always nice to hear. And 
you know, when you're alive, it's nice to hear something hey, Mike, that you like. Somebody you're stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You're awesome. Thank you. Sir. You're a good man. <laughs> All right. You so, guys do a good so, podcast, too. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Uh, gotcha. Tiny Titans. There is a collected edition of Billy yeah. Batson and the Magic of Shazam coming out. I think the second out. one comes out, yeah, this yep. week, right? Uh, next week? It comes out on Wednesday. We've got uh, Young Justice and Battle Pug and the Answer stuff coming out soon. Yeah. And am I missing anything? We've got you and Sean are working on Fear Itself. What yeah. Was, what's the, the... Youth and Revolt. Youth and Revolt from, mm-hmm. from, from, uh, from Fear Itself. Uh, Verum Corpus I do every week, too. That's awesome. God. I just finished the you second... You make me feel really I just lazy. finished the second <laughs> issue, so that, that's actually going to be a, a, a hardcover... Not a hardcover, but a, a print version at C2E2 that we'll have at the booth. That's good stuff. All right, awesome. You're going to print your lost... Lost strips too. Uh, that'll probably be in my sketchbook. All right, that's cool. <laughs> I never saw the show, but I enjoyed your comic strips. Oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you very much. Uh, once yeah. again, uh, come on out to uh, C2E2 if yes. you're in the Chicago area. Be uh, March 18th through the 20th. We're going to have table in come the podcast area. Come drink. Yes, come oh, buy yeah. me a drink. He's going to need. A, he will not have enough drinks in him at any given point. Bring him a Red Bull so he can drink more. <laughs> All right, folks. I uh, hope you have a great uh, rest of, uh, of February here. We will. Uh, it was the retro show. It was the retro. Retro stack. Yeah. Retro future. Yeah. Retro future. Vintage Tomorrow's retro. future. Tomorrow. Nostalgic. <laughs> we will see you uh, next month, or you will hear from us next month. In we'll the meantime, that will be in the future. Through the microphone. Mm-hmm. We can see you. Yep. Hello. Put that cat down. All right, in the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics. Yeah, man. The future. Put that cat down. Oh, good. That's. I gotta wear shoes. Don't do that. Don't come.